Hello, this is Alex Saviuk for 11 O'Clock Comics, and that Saviuk rhymes with book. I was, I thought for sure. I know, I know. Would you like to go back and do it again? I can, I can, if you want me to, I, I, I it's true. This is this is post Christmas. All right. Yeah. So it would be a right. I'm like, oh, I'll wait to get back to work, everybody. Here. Yeah. Thank you. So joyful. When do you go it's back? Over. When do I go back? The second you said. Yeah, or yeah. The... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just a prolonged death row sentence. That's what it is. Oh. Stop it. No, really. It's it. It's... Dude, doesn't your like manager listen to the show? Uh, the significant other of the manager listens to the show. Okay. I don't, I don't couch anything in, in, uh, I'm not going to wrap it up in pleasantries. I, I don't like the place. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I can't even feign it after, at this, at this point. They may get that master's, do you think? That's uh, why I'm trying. It's like a race. <laughs> That's race sounds. Although I don't breathe that heavy when I run. <laughs> the fuck is going on this episode? You cray cray. I know. I didn't even start drinking yet. I did. How me about too. me last night tweeting beer bottles? I was baffled. Dude, Stegmeyer, it's awesome. Have you had it? I don't know of this beer. It's it was widely regarded as a joke, especially in our area. It's like, dude, you brought Stegmeyer? What a yeah. what a joke. You know, it's like absolute No, they've kicked it up a bunch it's of like notches. Gold digger. No, it's excellent. Dude. For real. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn. Oh, I'm right. my fingers in front of Jason. You, you just busted a ventricle you on me. see me? You did. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you were right about the wrestling comic. Oh, dude, you oh, were, you were you so right. I don't want to shit on it because, <laughs> nah, but nah, I ain't keeping up with it. Yeah. It's not happening. Hey everybody, look at this. I I think it's time. It is 11 o'clock comics, episode 297. Thank you for listening to this instead of watching the all day NCIS marathon. And I'm Vince B. You are Vince B. I am David Price. And I'm Victor Creed. (laughs) No, we enjoy seeing you. You are not Victor Creed. You are Jason Wood, everybody. And you know where uh, all of our listeners can take all the money they got for Christmas and get much yeah, more than they could have scored in traditional uh, bookstores and comic stores? They can go Imagine to DC. Four? No. Wow. A theme. Uh, no, go to DCBService.com. Discount comic book service. And you will be able to reap huge discounts. Your money's going to go so far that you won't even believe it. 35 to 75% off their monthly, monthly spotlighted specials. Uh, unfortunately, they're not up yet, but as I always say, you can rest assured the details will be both plentiful and what? You don't listen to me, do you? Deep. They'll be very, very deep discounts. Said purposeful. Uh, they do not mind late orders or order additions. You can get your previews damn cheap, like a buck. And if you're a first-time customer, you can enter the code into the slot that David, the Christmas elf, will tell you in a few seconds and get an extra 8% off. You're already massively discounted order. David, what is that discount? EOC 8. Three letters and a number kicks your discount up an extra 8%. It's nuts. 
dcbservice.com. They are the absolute best. And you'll find out why. Yeah. You will. You will. Hey, brothers. Samuel. How was your holiday? Nice and quiet. Yes. Low key. Mine was fantastic, dude. Look at you. You know I love Christmas. Yeah, it baffles my mind. It just oh, does. Stop. Man, I th- I just I think you love the 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 familial aspect of Christmas. You love being with your peeps. No, it's not even that. I'm with my peeps all the time. It's uh it's the tradition and the decorations and the music and the giving and the receiving. I love all of it, man. Wow. It's 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 the feeling that the holiday elicits and unfortunately it 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 seems to only happen around this time. Wow. Cuz you're it would programmed. Be great if it if if it if you you People tend not to say hello to other people in like, you know, June walking down the street. They usually they're in that mood come, come December and that's, that, that's, but I get, I, I'm just like Jason. I, I, I love this time of the year. Wow. That's nice. I'm glad you both had good times. Yes. And you, do you have good times too? You just like to pretend like you don't. Yes. Yeah, what it is. It's all a front. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Although you, you were like radio silent for days on email and then I look on yeah. the tw- Twitter and you're like, Tweeting everybody and everything. Sure. <laughs> I love everybody. Yeah. I'm like, beer. could you respond to an email, please? <laughs> I did. Eventually, didn't I? Did you? With as little conviction and interest as I've ever seen. <laughs> well, you know, I, yeah, I'm, it's a tough call, uh, with me, charities, cause I don't, I don't know a lot of them. You guys st- got things that are like close to your heart. You know what I mean? Like, David has the, the pups and and Chris has the pups and so I'm thinking, what do I hold dear, right? And then bingo, I thought I thought about it. Children, I, I I love the chillblings. That's wonderful. Yeah, so I went with that. But we'll talk more it. about that later, right? Yeah. First yeah. of all, we gotta plow through this uh, drink roll call. Oh yeah. Who's wants? If you haven't noticed yet, Christopher's not with us this week. He, he may drop in. I don't know. Or sweep his way in, as they say. Yeah, in the yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, he's not here, so we're going to have to pour uh, a little bit extra in the glass for our brother Chris. Especially because we have a thank you for him. Yeah. Uh, why don't I go first? What the hell am I drinking? This is called Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Anchor Brewing. It's the 39th Our Special Ale from Anchor Brewing. And I got Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop Ale. How about that? Uh, how Bo- about it? Both how of these it? were gifted to me by my awesome brother-in-law. Well, nice. I, I'm only on the the uh, Anchor Brewing, and it's great. Very hoppy, just how I like it. Mm-hmm. So thank you, awesome brother-in-law. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm drinking it. Out of something that we uh, hinted at last week, a gift from our very close friend, Mr. Tim Rockrich, Freaky Tiki. Yes. I think we all got the same thing, did we not? We did. I think so. Ceramic Modoc mugs. It's awesome. It's amazing. I love it. I'm going to be so careful with this thing. Hand wash. It ain't going in the dishwasher because I don't trust my wife. <laughs> She'll F it up. Yes, sir. Yeah. So what were you drinking? Who? You. Me? Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, I'm not drinking out of my awesome Modoc mug, but I, too, want to thank Tim for that. Yeah. Um, I am drinking some grape 
by uh, a uh, California uh, vineyard uh, known as Camus, and I'm drinking the uh, Conundrum Red. It's a, uh, you know, it's a red table wine, a, re- a, a red table <laughs> wine. That's a mouthful. Yeah, yeah a red red wine, a red table wine. Uh, but uh, they just go by Conundrum, although Camus is the is the sort of the parent of the. It's uh, it's really good. It's How- uh, I feel like it's picking up uh, in popularity. I, I've seen it. I'm seeing it around more and more. Um, and it's not too bad. It's like, uh, it's like 25 bucks a, a bottle, which, you Is know, isn't good? like super cheap, but it's, it's for the quality. I think it's, it's pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. How cool would that be if the place was called Cadmus? Would you that drink it? I don't know. I would think twice before I drank that shit. I would definitely drink it. Yeah. Vince, you, uh, you drink it and hoping that you end up being looking like double X. Oh, dude. The women would throw their shit at you if you look that like double. That is true. That is true. Yeah, They're freaky. They like the freaky looking dudes. Well, case in point. Yeah. The hey. uh, uh, I have. I am not drinking out of my awesome uh, mug from Tiki. Although um, I did drink from it last night. Uh, I, I had my eggnog with a little bit of what uh, my friend Christopher sent. Uh, this is, and I'm drinking right now, Featherbone. Bourbon whiskey from Journeyman Distillery. It is uh, 45% alcohol by volume. It is freaking tasty. It's a small batch bourbon. It is um, probably the only small batch I've had in the house. Huh. I I too received a bottle of said uh, whiskey from Christopher, which two things on that front. One, many thanks to him for that. But two, he broke our rule. So now, which was we were gonna not give each other gifts this year. But I so. do think I, I think it was a timing issue because mm. I believe uh, he and his better half visited this distillery gotcha. a few months ago, and and uh, knowing that um, David being all rational, and shit. I know. Right? I, no, well, because I, I I I told him the box is here, and 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 he called me, and and he wanted me to open it then and there, and it also came with a nice little um drinking glass, and and. Uh, but yeah, so and that's why because he was like you know he he said before we we had decided on um, being uh, all selfless and altruistic this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he had he had already bought these and they've been sitting in the house for mm-hmm. for a couple months now. So tis the season and all that. All right, fair enough. That's nice. Respect it. Yep, I didn't get one because I don't. Nah. Right, which is why I think he said that he had Jason and right. I covered a while ago. Yeah, that's cool. But now that you know, you're all into the beer and shit now. No, it's just at this time of year. I don't normally drink. There's too much calories in this shit. Oh God! It, it's true, David. You're not. You're not the only one eating this season, bro. <laughs> it's like hell. I'm listening to 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 you know feed the world or something. You, you know what I, what chocolate does to me. I, I I would do obscene, nasty, nasty I've things had for chocolate. Nights after you've had some chocolate, there's chocolate everywhere. It's like chocolate hell, and and I'm 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 giving in like left and right, and I got to stop. I just love chocolate. Seriously, it's hard not to like chocolate, player. <sighs> Speaking of chocolate, mm. oh yes, we have nice. another thank you uh, to hand out, which was by one of the best color artists in the universe, Doctor Hugh. Good. Yes. Good friend of ours and listener of the show and someone who, former guest, and I, I hope in 2014 to have back, we can have back yeah. on the show. He's a good guest. He is. Mr. Val Staples. Yes. And uh, Val was kind enough, I assume, to, to send all of us, and if you haven't gotten it yet, I'm sure you will. Yeah. Um, some homemade 
chocolate caramels with sea salt embedded in them, which oh, makes them shoot. from like a, a like caramel in general is probably like an eight, but <laughs> caramel with sea salt is like an eleven, dude. It's an yeah, orgasm. It's that's true. what it it's is. Unheard of. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yep. It it makes you happy up top and down below. Yes. Uh-huh. So thank you, Val. Yes. Yep. For that. Thank you. I got a little bit of a list. Should we all go through our list here? We probably should, because it is the season. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sorry in advance yeah, for okay, those exactly. of you. Sorry to the listeners. Yeah. I know this is probably a little bit um, and, uh, self-serving well, for... to when people are listening. They're like, oh, but it But we got to uh... do this. But it is yeah. also, it's, it's a little different this year because we are not, go- we're not picking right for one of, I'm not telling Vince to open up Jason's gift. Right. We're not right. waiting for Chris to open up. So we're, we're doing something a little different this year, which we'll probably get into later. Sure. But this is, for now, we are, before we get into the usual part of the show, we're going to thank what other people have sent right. us. Right. And it's all comic related. Well, most of it's comic book related. So it's, we're, at least we're on point with this stuff. Um, I have to thank, uh, Titanic Tom Kelly, who, uh, always, without fail, Gives me a case of beer. Nice. Every year. And That's right. th- there's one uh, case waiting for me down at Comic Side in the Green in Scranton, the, the beautiful and picturesque Scranton, PA. Uh, and so thank you, Tom. Tom Kelly Art. Check it out. He's awesome. I love Tom's stuff. He's pretty clever and witty on the, uh, on the internet, too. He is. And if there's a convention, you can rest assured there will be like a Tom Kelly there. I think he clones himself. And sends sends the Tom Kelly clones out to all the conventions because I don't think I've ever been at a convention where there wasn't a Tom Kelly. In recent memory, anyway. Right. He's always there. So uh, thank you. I'm sure it's Yingling. I didn't get down there yet. Uh, I will grab it though. Uh, like, grab it. <laughs> Lovable Lance Kaiser sent me a. <laughs> I love Big Tetons shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we talked about Lance? We even used his uh, uh, Grand Tetons image as the uh, art for one of our episodes uh, a ways back. And while he was there, he uh, scored me a I Love Big Tetons shirt. Can't say that word without smiling. <laughs> You're it. So thank you, Lance. Guys, uh, we, we said uh, Val Staples. Crazy-ass brother from down under, Roland Pierce sent me not only the first uh, Jonathan Hickman Fantastic Four omnibus, which I am three-quarters of the way through. Get out of here. And I got to say, I must have been brain damaged the first time around. I must I must have not been paying attention very well because the thing is damn excellent. And I remember saying... I made it up to the point where Johnny dies, dies in quotes, and I'm like, ah, fuck this, I'm done. And I didn't read anything after that. And this includes FF, the 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 spinoff book, one to five, and a bunch of issues of Fantastic Four proper, and it's just fantastic. Like, what the hell was I seriously? What was I thinking? So that's why I said, if if you like to hear me eat crow. Uh, you can thank Mr. Roland Pierce because he gave me the ammunition to shoot myself in the foot. Thank you. Uh, he also gave me the fifth beetle. That's crazy. <laughs> I know, right? An omnibus and the fifth beetle. So, so thank you, um, Mr. Damn, Roland. Son. I know. He's awesome, dude. He's and really and he doesn't even, he doesn't even have to be awesome. I know. Since we are shouting our boy from down under, he, um, he hooked me up too. He sent me, uh, 
which has been on my Amazon wish list for well over a year, and my damn family must not love me because they don't ever get it for me. <laughs> Roland hooked me up. He sent me the entire Quentin Tarantino Blu-ray movie library. Oh, he meant to send that to me. He must have clicked on it. Yeah, that goes this way. And one. Roland being Roland and being the perfectionist and geek that he is also sent me the Blu-ray of Django. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> the box set. <laughs> I freaking knew it. So oh, awesome. my God. He's so... So awesome. I'm actually uh, going to put in... Uh, Pump Fiction uh, after we after we finish up. Oh, I love that movie. Me too. I have no love for Reservoir Dogs though. I do. What? It is, is Reservoir Dogs is my favorite of his then then Pulp and um that's wow. uh, pretty much what the love of parents. Oh my really? god. I don't, know, I, I, I don't know who to be more mad at right now. Uh, well, I, you know my feelings on the man. I think it's so I think it's a slide. I, I tried Inglorious Bastards and I I don't see myself seeing Django anytime soon, but you know, there's just, and I mean, I've seen Jackie Brown, uh, but you know, I just, I, and we're not even gonna talk about Death Proof. So, what else? Wow, I don't think you have a rolling shout out, David. Death Proof is well, okay, I'll shut up. Yeah, no, well, Vince, I mean, out of the two, seriously, I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, Roland, um, you're right, Roland does not know, um, when to quit because I had one box with, um, with three, um, three individually wrapped packages. Uh, and then it was another box, a huge box, which was deceiving because inside they didn't really need all that packaging. But Roland sent me, um, the, uh, the second and third seasons of Justified. Woot. And he sent me the PS3 game, Red Dead Redemption. No way! Yes way. The one with the zombies or the the, the base game? I think it's the base. Yeah, no, it's just the base game. Oh, cool. With the outlaws and the cowboys and and he sent me so now I have three. Uh, the uh, the Shredder action figure from Nickelodeon's TMNT. Look at you. He loves you best, I think. Oh, maybe well, he could send me paper. So you know, I don't that's know. True. That, 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 that's that true. Quentin, that's why that that, that Quentin Good said is, is nah. Is pretty, is I think sweet. I think my omnibus trumps all that shit. Well, you can say that, but see, now, I... Fantastic going, Four, Susie's I'm, in there. I know, and, and, alright, I'm going to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention one thing for now from my EOC gift exchanger. Um, I mentioned that, uh, that Damian had sent me the boxes last week, and, and I didn't open anything yet because it wasn't Christmas. I, even though he told me I could go ahead and opened up, I, I could have opened up Two of the boxes because they had prints and posters within, and and uh, and he was right, they did. Um, but I will be along with Vince. I, it'll take me a little while to catch up, but I will go ahead and read the Hickman Fantastic Four and yes. the first five issues of FF because my man, because God forbid, you know anybody knows when to quit. Who's a listener of ours? He went ahead and he gifted me a a one year. Membership to Marvel Unlimited. Ooh. Nice. So I will be reading Hickman's Fantastic Four through uh, through through their iOS app. Yeah, we were so stupid not not to read it when it was coming. I mean, we were reading it when it was coming we out. We were reading it when it was coming out. It just wasn't. Why the hell did so we? I, it's dumb. It's I, well, dumb. Then how about when I gave the very long soliloquy about it being worth picking back up? Where, no, yeah, that's true. Yes, absolutely. No, you were an instigating factor too. But this it's the biggest. I told you so, I think, in the history of 11 o'clock comics. Wow. No, really, it is. 
because you know we all come around on stuff. You you, you came around on on uh, Madman and Mike Allred and oh, yeah. you know like a boomerang. And for me to ignore the Fantastic Four, there had to be something working on me. Like I must have just been out of the zone. You weren't feeling the Marvel at all. Yeah, and 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 I think. We also had the um, the distaste for the uh, Miller Hitch stuff that came before it. Dude, what a pimp Black Bolt is! Holy Christ! <laughs> <laughs> He's getting a horse. And this will probably getting... and, oh well, yeah, the power pack chick. The, and and this will probably yeah. give us a new appreciation for uh, Infinity. So no, it does because right. it, it, it there's direct ties to Infinity in this thing. Right. It, that's what I'm saying. Hickman is a he's a beast and i think you can well i shouldn't say this because it's going to blow something for the 11 o'clockers but he's probably going to capture my best writer category i can see that well yeah for east of west sure you know you may not be alone there player but i mean in addition to east of west but right infinity sticking the landing on on yeah on an event fantastic four stuff oh yeah no what what let's just let's not blow it okay I got more stuff. Go ahead, bro. Keep going, bro. From John Wimmer. He sent me, so you guys can all, you know, jump on this, Mm -hmm. the first collected edition of the uh, High Fructose uh, magazine from from Last Gap. You have Mars One, Tim Biscuit, Gary Baseman, Kaiju Big Battles even in here. Uh, Attaboy, Junko Mizuno, Jim Woodring, Chris Ware, Dave Cooper, I could go on and on, Ron English, Mark Ryden's in here. It's hardcover, it's beautiful, it's from Last Gasp, and it's mine. Uh, I have the single issues of High Fructose, but I don't have the first one. Now I do. That's awesome. How about that shit? Uh, what did you get from John Wimmer? Well, you're assuming we got something from John Wimmer. I know you, you did. You no, I know you did. <laughs> No, it's true. I did. Uh, I received uh, the first beautiful hardcover collection of the Peanuts series. Uh, and I'm sorry I don't have it in front of me, so the years escape me, but I believe it's volume one of the Fantagraphics collection. Yeah, that's and, uh And, and it's, uh, you know, I think uh, I'm not alone in saying we are all pretty hard to buy when it comes to comics, mm-hmm. like, unless the people know specifically. And uh, I give them a lot of credit because I, I do not own these collections. And uh, yeah, I was looking through it. It's 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 freaking awesome. I know you're yeah. a big fan of Vince. I know you have yeah. some of them or all of them. But um, so thanks so much, man. It's really cool. And my kids already were reading it today. Actually, sitting around. That's reading, awesome. So great. Double, double great. Did you know that there's an IDW artist edition of Peanuts coming up? I did, and that will be interesting. You know, yeah. like I kind of view that one the same way I view like uh, the Aragonis one, in that I love the source material, but. I, I don't know if the line work requires like to be blown up like that, but but right. I'm curious to see what it what its packaging is like. I mean, yeah, unless there's like notes from editors or anything like that in the margins. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Would, I mean, aside from seeing it blown up, and I don't mean not, to be picky, but it's not blown up. It's original size. It's was shrunk for newspapers. Well, right. I'm right, saying. right. Well, are they presenting right. it in so. strip form or is it? Yeah, it's a okay. it's a landscape book. Okay, so that's kind of oh, okay. cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it'll be yeah. From presentation wise, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, I was I was that guy right there, wasn't I? <laughs> I was. Uh, I was. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want. But, but no, I mean we. But all artist edition are actual size and they're shrunk down for publication. So it, it's it's yeah. it's not unique. But yes, I mean seeing it, we're saying blown up because when we look at other artist editions for that phys, for the physical dimensions of those books, would you be blowing up? Right. The, the strip that way. But no, I, I'm, I'm curious to see why, what would make it unique as opposed to 
the book that Jason now has and, and, you know, the, the way it, that's packaged. So it'll, yeah. it, it'll be an interesting experiment. I, I get, got, um, I, I got a, uh, I didn't, I didn't say what I got from you. I know, but before we I move just, on, I just wanted to say something about our seditions and yeah. I, I have to admit, I passed on the New Gods one. Me too. I'm, I'm not surprised. You know why I passed I on it? Because the issues aren't consecutive. Right. Yeah. Why in the hell would I, I mean, I know I should buy it. Whatever That's the reason it is. why I passed on the, uh, the, the Burn Fantastic Four. I'm, I have New Gods in so many different formats. Right. I, I said to myself, wow, do I really need this? And the answer obviously was no. If it was, mm-hmm. if it was consecutive, I probably would have bought it. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, I get, I, I pretty much get gifts from Wimmer almost weekly because he sends me some of the codes from his Marvel books. So I'm constantly in contact with the man, and, and he is extremely generous on that front. He also, um, when we had uh, Mr. Windorf on a couple months ago, he mentioned the uh, has the it documentary. been that long? It has been a while. Wow. Um, he mentioned the the documentary, um, the, the Battle of C- Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. And so when I noticed, and I know I'll get flack for this, it, it really wasn't until I met Renee that I really started to focus and fall in love with the black and white movies and i still have never seen citizen king oh my lord so and renee has oh, and, my and she mercy. and she is and she's seen it once she's seen it once and that's it for her she she's good she doesn't need to see it again so when i opened up the box she was like you want a citizen king and i'm like cause she, she says yeah i was looking at your wish list and i'm like well this this seems out of place and i'm like well i i really want this collection for that documentary. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm a fiend when it comes to the special editions because I have the Memento special edition where it's got his little notebook and oh, shit inside. I so love I, that movie. I, I, so when I saw the special edition for Citizen Can, I figured, all right, you know, this, if I'm going to get this movie, this will be the version I get. This will be the set. And so now I'll finally see the movie and, and, and I'll watch the documentary. So I, I want to thank John for, uh, for sending me the movie. It's a beautiful movie. It really is. It, it's, a, it's a definite work of, of vision. It is. It, is. it yeah. is. And I'm actually not a huge fan of older black and white movies in general, but uh, but that's certainly one but of the... The, the thing about Citizen Kane is it looks... It could almost be a contemporary movie. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Right. He he was so advanced in his his uh, in the cinematography and, and the shots in that movie. It's just amazing. Amazing. Yeah. But you know what? You should consider yourself one of the luckiest men on the planet that your wife even one knows you have an Amazon wish list uh. and two actually <laughs> checks it out. Seriously, dude, you you are blessed. My wife in more ways than one. Does, yeah, yeah. So where were we? Oh yes. Uh to continue uh, my secret Santa this year. As we do every year on our forum, we have the uh the uh Christmas uh Secret Santa gift giving thing. I don't know the, the exact name. It's not that much of a secret, but the EOC gift exchange. The EOC gift exchange, which is really not that hard to remember. Uh, this year I was lucky enough to get Chris Howell as my secret Santa and brother. Did he load my ass up? Listen, seriously, listen to this. Excessive, way too excessive. I got our love is real. From, uh, um, Sam Humphreys. Humphreys oh, and, and Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, from Image. I got Michael Fife's Copra. Com- oh, awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to read that. Dude, it's awesome. 
compendiums one and two, which uh, brings me up to issue seven. So I got a little bit more to buy, but oh, if you're not reading Michael Fife's Copra, you, you seriously need to be. It, it is, it's a singular experience. Nobody else is doing mm-hmm. superhero comics like this. Um, Loudmouth Louie issues two to four. Nice. Mike Carey and Elena Casagrande's Suicide Risk, volume one from Boom. Dear Beloved Stranger from Dino Pay out of Top Shelf. Ferocious, quarterly number one. Five volumes of Sutomo Nihei's uh, Nutty Ass by Omega. Mm-hmm. Jeff Parker and Erica Moan's Bucko hardcover mm-hmm. from Dark Horse. One Soul hardcover by Ray Fox from yes. Oni. Mm-hmm. Matt Thurber's 1-800-MICE from Picture Box. One of the ones I was holding back on for whatever reason, but boom, he gets it for me. Three issues of the awesome Wang's Chop. Now, if you are a fan of horror films, exploitation movies, mondo movies, anything off the beaten path uh, in terms of uh, cinematic sleaze, you need to be reading Wang's Chop. Uh, if you're into the horror zines and all that... The name Tim Paxton should ring more than a few bells. Uh, he was uh, doing the Monster International magazine a ways back. Mm-hmm. He's he's connected to this thing. Wang's Chop, and I'm I'm specifically shooting this out to Will Pfeiffer if he's listening, if when he listens, because fit, Will, this is right up your alley. If you're not reading it, you need to be reading it. It's awesome stuff. I got Only God Forgives on Blu-ray. Frankenstein's Army on Blu-ray. Which was awesome. I watched that two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bag of delicious chocolate peanut berry candy things that I'm munching on the little bastards. I'm like, oh, damn, this is good. I'm going to turn it over and see how much calories are in them. Do Dude, it. there's five grams of fat in every one of them. I was oh, like, I do the old bulimic thing. I was trying, but no, they're great. Uh, and the, the best thing about it is they got the peanuts on them, so nobody in the house can eat them but me. You love the peanuts. Yeah. yeah. And a book I'll be talking a little bit about later. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. So so thank you, Chris. That's uh, it was way too much, dude. Way too much. You Seriously, should. dude. Yeah. Uh, he's got me. I could do the next like five, six shows on everything just Chris sent <laughs> yep. me. It's true. That's awesome. Maybe I, maybe I just will. So that's all for me. So that's okay. You guys go. I think I'm good. Really? How about David? So- you good too? Um, What's the thing you got th- that's going to blow my ass away? You said. Okay. Well, first I want to um, I want to thank Mr. Sean Pryor for sending me um, motorcycle samurai. He uh, he sent me the uh, he I checked my email after he advised me to because he asked me. He's like, hey, you ever read uh, motorcycle samurai? And I was like, no. Is it any good? He goes, well, you're about to find out. So I uh, I will be reading that and reporting back to him. Um, as she does. Every year, um, Giselle sent me the fifth volume of Menage Three with a um, with a with a funky little um, head sketch of uh, Yuki inside, saying um, "Arigato, David." So I I, I love the little head sketch. Is it? Yes. I think Yuki is. Um, so I mean, it it is it's it is my I kind of have to qualify it because I as much as I Love Battle Pug. It, Menage Three is my favorite mm-hmm. 
older reader, um, webcomic. Um, and uh, my my secret Santa, or my EOC gift exchange, like I said, is um, is Damian, and he um, he sent me. I, I mentioned that Roland sent me Justified seasons two and three. Um, that's because uh, Damian sent me season one. So I have the first three seasons. You got a whole um, lot of Justified to be watching. I, 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 well, unfortunately, they're short seasons, but that's because it's it's quality over quantity. Um, Thirteen episodes a piece. Pretty much. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Speaking uh, of Justified, David, do you see who the big bad is this year? Yes. Yes. Um, I am. Who? <laughs> it's uh, I know Michael your feelings Rappaport. about him. So. <laughs> no, I, 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 he, um, no, I, I, I don't think I have a problem with him. Okay. Uh, it, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, cause I, it, it, it's all about crocodiles this year, I think. Um, so, uh, so yes, yeah, so I've justified. He sent me, I finally now can finish this damn series. He sent me the last two sets, um, seasons nine and ten on DVD of Smallville. Um, so now I have the whole series of that and I can pick up where I left off. Um, hey. Doomsday crashes the prom. Oh no! <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it, overall. I, it, it, it's fuck. It, it's <laughs> I wasn't, after we got past the monster of the week. I mean, uh, Smallville also holds a special place in my because it's one of those shows where that, that Dad and I could talk about. So it's something that he was watching every week. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it, and it's also it was coming out when when I kind of. Um, Cable was non-existent for me, True. so I had to watch whatever the hell free broadcast TV was right. sending out. Um, so no, so pretty I mean, cast. I, I yes, and I said, I mean, and and, and I thought, I thought Rosamund was awesome as Lex. I I really did like a lot of of what the show was doing. So I, I have no problems with Smallville. I, and I, I would I'm, I'm curious to see how it ends because I know that. When the show first started, they were talking about, you know, no tights, no flights. You're not going to see in the mm. costume or anything like that. And I know things started to stray towards the end. So I'm curious to see where, um, the original creators, where, where, where so they kind of. Es- you escaped spoilers on Smallville all this time? Yeah. Wow. Good for you. I don't, I, well, I don't look for them. And I just, yeah. um, I would do very bad things to Chloe. Very, oh, without a doubt. Very bad. Thing. I will tell you something. I, what a friend of mine said between the difference between Chloe and Lana. I'll, I'll tell you the the theory behind that later. A couple sandwiches. I gave no. uh, <laughs> I gave up that on the show in the first season, but I heard it got better. It did. Yeah. I mean, if 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 for people, if because we have a thread on Buffy in the monkeys room, and 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 mm-hmm. the the whole thing. I, hush. Uh, and and the same. The, the same statement stands. If, if you, you know, the first season of Buffy, you think it could be a little rough. And, and once you get through that first short season, because now that they, the second season comes around and they know they're going to be around for a little while, um, that's when it starts getting better. Smallville is, is very much the same thing. Once, once we get past the whole uh, kryptonite turns someone else into something else this week, you know, it, it just, once the characters have a chance to actually grow and, and, do things on their own. It it becomes a much better show once you get to know the people on it. Um, You're gonna laugh. I have seven seasons of Smallville on DVD. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Seven consecutive seasons. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. So I'm just busting your balls. I know, but it's it, I like it when you do. Um, he uh, he sent me a t- 
butt ton of of prints and posters. He sent Vince. You'll love this. This isn't what I was telling you about, but he sent me still folded in 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 quarters. DC Comics on sale here. Superman by John Byrne blasting through the wall that you used to see in the comic shop. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's a sweet looking picture. Um, he sent me the uh, a poster, big ass like movie one sheet size poster of um, the cover of Amazing Spider-Man 122 post um, death of uh, Gwen Stacy. He sent me a um, a print of uh, it's the Marcos Martin cover of um, Amazing Spider-Man 578 with, with, with Spidey underneath all the rubble from, from the subway. Ooh. Yeah, it's a sweet image. Um, I have some uh, Bahalo and uh, Townsend uh, cover repros that have been signed. He uh, he sent a Heroes Con um, convention 2008. Um, yeah, Heroes Convention 08, June 20th, 22nd, 2008 at the convention center. Um, it was a, uh, it looks like the promo was, um, for New Frontier, and it is signed and numbered uh, by Darwin Cook, number eighty-five. Of so awesome. That's money. You got, that. That's money right there. Money yeah. in the bank right there. Yeah, I have a Darwin Cook signature, so I'm happy about that. And I don't know. Oh, he sent. He sent a. Um, and he made sure to say this in the note that he attached. That uh, he included a TMNT calendar for Renee. Uh, and and a um, and a. Uh, a Gotham City Sirens print, and there was one. I think it was. I don't think it was from the New Fifty Two. I don't think it was a Catwoman cover. I do think it's a Gotham City Sirens cover with with Talia and her side boob looking in the mirror and in the reflection because it's it's a March cover. So you know, uh, if it's EM March cover. You know, you're going to see some some tit. I love but side it's, boob. It, it's so it's Talia looking in a mirror and in the reflection uh, behind her is is Catwoman, and it's a canvas print and Renee. Loves the the scrolly wallpaper behind the mirror on this image, so she knows exactly where it's going on the wall. But the thing that absolutely blew me away, aside from everything he already sent me, um, I now have two out of three from this set. Um, the first one was sent to me years ago by uh, our pal Wet Rats, um, but uh, back in 1998, Graffiti Designs came out with a uh, a series of um, action figures. And Stewart sent me uh, mm-hmm. Grendel, which was, um, although it was, and he, he's told me that if he ever found the rest of the pieces for it, he'd send them along. But it's, it's Grendel with, um, with only two of, um, two of the hands and the pitchfork and the fork. But, Damian went ahead, and it's still in in the box, blistered, uh, still sealed. He sent me fucking Kevin Matchstick. So awesome! Stop! I can't believe I have this thing in my hands, man. It's got the glowing bat. You didn't take it out of the packaging. I I think so. You have yeah, to. I, would. I, I would. do. I I always do. I mean, I I'm I'm going to open up the shredder that Roland sent me and set him up next to Mikey and and Donnie, and and this is this is probably going on on the desk where um. Where I'm sitting right now, I'll I'll make room for it because I I have the PVCs of Mage and Grendel and they're still in the box because I don't want loose little 
PVC figures around, but this thing, I mean, I'm, I'll be staring at it for the rest of the night, but I mean, it's bad. It's got the little cloth bag. It's got Love a it. coat. It is, it's so awesome. But I said it, it was a set of three because back in 1998, um, graffiti made the Grendel, uh, the Rose made the Kevin matchstick for mage. And the third one was madman. Yeah. Oh, nice. And you know, I think the madman's the easiest one to get. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And there's a, uh, there's a special offer you can, uh, for the, the Madman accessory pack contains replacement helmeted head with goggles, rocket pack and harness attachments. Uh, just send two proof of purchase seals from the uh, 98 premier series action figures with, uh, $4 or 395 shipping and handling. I don't remember that at all. But, uh, for a free copy of a 32 page color catalog, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I have graffiti t-shirts. I have the old, um, uh, the, the oven baked pins. Um, yes. I, I had a bunch of shit from graffiti back in the day, but this thing, I am, he's got his little fingerless gloves on to protect him from the bat. I love this figure. This is awesome. Thank you, dude. So you could have just sent me this. I just, I'm, I'm in awe. You could have really sent me that. And then now, I, then I would be able to tease David like forever. Uh, you know, it's better to match the, oh, you didn't get, you didn't get, uh, Kirby Hero. So yeah, but no, this was <laughs> Kirby. This, <laughs> this was, this was, so uh, fat. Oh God, yeah, that's where it's at. But that was, um, yeah, I just I opened the box and it, I just kept digging and and I finally came up for air. It it just went on for days. I, I thank him so much for that. Yeah, people have been very generous, generous beer. Thank you, very generous to us uh, as always this year. So I mean, we just want to thank everybody just yes, for, indeed. for for listening, for putting up with our BS, and just being mm-hmm. being so kind and and giving. And we love no y'all. diggity, no doubt. It's true. All right. Um, we got to talk about some comics. Indeed, we do. Because that's what we do here. That's what I do. Why don't you start? Because you've been quiet for a little while. That scares me. Um. Wow. Okay. Um. Well, the first thing I want to talk about. I'm not sure how much I can get into it, but I'll mention it, and then maybe I can feel you guys out, and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm sure, like many people. Um, one of the bigger books that had been due to come out towards the tail end of the year hit our inboxes over the last couple weeks, and that is uh, the fourth volume of Darwin Cook's Parker series adaptations, this one being Slayground. Right. Yes. And I know we talked a little bit about having all received it, but I wasn't sure if we'd gotten to the point where we had read it such that we could discuss it. No, I, I said I, I'm, I'm holding off on mine. I know Chris mentioned that he had it, he read it, and you were in the process of reading it. I had read it already. I just Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely waiting. I don't know if I'll get it next month, or, but I mean, I will. I, my feeling was that after, I really think that, that after, uh, he could have he stopped with the score. I thought the score was fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and so with that and I read this score right after I reread um the uh right after I reading the right after reading the first two, right after reading the Hunter mm-hmm. and, and the outfit and, and, and I went right into the score and I was I was giddy and I, I didn't even because I don't read previews, I didn't know that, that Slayground was was on its way and, and that it was so when you guys first mentioned it, I was surprised that it was out but i didn't have that that urge to 
hit Amazon and, and, or DCBS and, and order it and, and mm-hmm. say, you know, I, I gotta add to my collection. I just, I was like, when, when I read it, I'll, I'll read it. So that's, that's kind of where I, I was. And I'm, I'm waiting to hear what you guys think about it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to probably wait for, to get into this too much without Chris here. I didn't realize he was, wasn't going to be here tonight because, uh, he's, I'm thinking of the forest by far and away the, uh, biggest fan of the source material having read a, a good chunk of that. the, of the, uh, of the, of the, uh, you know, stuff, the, the novels by, uh, you know, um, that were, so I'm, by Richard Stark. So I'm, I'm, um, aka Donald Westlake, but, um, uh, this is interesting to me because I think for me, this book suffers from the probably unfair weight of prior expectations in the sense that um, like in a vacuum, I suspect if I just read this for in, in and of itself without any predisposition as to what came before it or who it's by, I would probably have thought very highly of it. But I don't know in my mind how not to compare it to the other three that we've already read of the adaptations. And to my mind, against that, it is a significant step down from the other three. Oh, no. And again, I don't want to overstate that. Like, I don't, I don't want to. I mean, again, it's Norman Cook, and, and the, the the visuals are f- phenomenal, right? There's no, he, I don't know that he's capable of of drawing something that isn't gorgeous. Um, I just, again, I, I suspect it relates really to the source material. Um, it just, I didn't find the, um, the 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 narrative of what occurs in Slight Ground to be anywhere near as interesting as I have the first three. And so again, I suspect this is a hundred percent about the fact that you know it's an adaptation of of this particular piece of Westlake's work, and and it's probably very faithful faithfully done as the other three were. Um, so I really want to hear Chris's viewpoint as to whether or not he he's read up through this point in in the in the uh, in the written works, and if so, if if Slayground was considered maybe a little bit of a sort of a lull, you know, in the in the series, because you know every series has. Mm-hmm. Has peaks and valleys, and and, sure. and it, you know, and, and in the grand scheme of things, it all adds up to a masterpiece. And I suspect this this will fit in nicely as well. Um, but for me, again, it just it felt like a little bit of a much a slighter, less nuanced, less, um, you know, uh, a little bit less of a uh, less witty. Well, not witty. Um, in the sense that that, that it, what kind of happens is a little bit more straightforward. Uh, a little bit, um, you know, there's less twists and turns. Um, so, and again, I, I just, I suspect since Cook isn't writing this, he's just adapting it, that it's just a byproduct of what this part of the story is about. And he does a very faithful job as he's done in the past of it. But for me, because I did wait with such bated breath for this, and, you know, even, the, you know, the day it was announced in San Diego two years ago, I, I would have presumed this would be, you know, in whatever year it did come out on the shortlist for me for a number of our, you know, year-end categories. Um and I'm pretty sure at least one of us in each case, if not two or three of us, have picked the prior Parker books in our oh, 11 yeah. Oscars. Yeah. Um, this one won't be on my list, you know. And again, mm. that's not to say it's like I don't want people to think and, – and I'm guessing half of our listeners have already read this by now anyway and, and, and or have pl- are planning on reading it and will lovely, likely love it. Um, but for me, it's a little bit of a whiff. It's sort of like uh, you know, uh, Cook was, was three for three with three home runs. And his fourth time up the bat, you know, he, he, you know, maybe kind of had a bunt single. Um, wow. which is still a single, you know, it's still a hit, yeah. 
but it's not like another towering home run, you know. What's the accent color in this one? Um, it's, uh, I, I, I guess it's like a, I mean, it's like a bluish gray. It's more gray than blue though. It's, it's, mm. you know, so it's, it's, it's mostly, mostly gray. And then there's a prologue that, uh, is an orange. Cool. Yeah. I'm interested so. to see it. I mean, I have the, the, all of them besides this one and I, you know, reluctantly I, I love them. They're, they're really not, I shouldn't. Because they're 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 not things to which I would normally gravitate, but mm-hmm. I, I think the visuals are um, the reason why I just love those books so much. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm very curious now to to. I mean, I won't. I probably won't remember you not clicking with this one as much as the prior volumes when I'm going in. But somewhere along the line, I mean, I hope I don't remember because I want to go into it. Free, because sure. I take your opinion very seriously, and you usually are spot on about things. So I'm gonna pretend you didn't say any of this <laughs> going in. And we'll, right, fair we'll enough. Say, yeah, yeah, fair enough. So, um, but you know, so we can go back around to me. I mean, I did read some cool stuff that I actually quite enjoyed this week. So, I'll, but I'll go back around on that. All right, cool. Yeah, I got something, but it's not gonna. I mean, there's so much going on in this book that it's gonna be. It's fairly detailed. What I gotta go into. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Well, Chris isn't here, so I can, I can go on as long as I want. Go ahead, man. I think I think we're all guilty of ignoring the Ultimate Universe. More or less. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, sure. Especially I, I recent behind. developments. I behind, yeah, and I mean, there was a couple of misfires. I don't think Ultimatum was all that great. And I mean, I lost track of the Ultimate Universe. Jeez, when Warren Ellis left. Oh wow! I was like, yeah, I was like, all right. I think I've read. I mean, I I kept one eye on it. Um, There was that McGinnis uh, rendition of Susie on the cover of that one ultimate uh, ultimatum issue. I was like, ah, drooling. But I just didn't pay that much attention. And well, you know, fool on me because, as I said, um, I got this book from John, not from uh, from Chris Howell. In my gift exchange, and it is uh, disassembled. The yeah. the Ultimates uh, it reprints issues twenty five to thirty. It's the home stretch, the end of the line. I think thirty was the last issue of the Ultimates, um, written by Joshua Hale Fialkov. Nice. It was penciled by Carmine D. Gian Domenico. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I say that right? Gian Domenico. Yeah. Inked by Lorenzo Ruggiero. And the cover art is by, color art is by Jim, and this is a, wow, I thought my name was bad. The Anvil Nighthawk? Jim Sharon, Sharalampidis. And, well now. and Will Quintana helped him out. But basically, it's five issues. Um, all said and done, it's the story of once noble, once sane, mm-hmm. uh, heroes doing horrible, terrible despicable things mm-hmm. in, in the name of of what they believe to be uh survival there i it's not entirely altruistic but given the uh participants i mean these guys were once the saviors of of this universe and they've somewhere along the line things went went horribly horribly wrong um because there's there's a storm on on the horizon a bigger more deadly, more challenging 
thing than the heroes of the ultimate universe ever had to face. Uh, in fact, they're, they're foretold that, you know what, you're not winning this one. You cannot win. This is the end, my beautiful friend. And, and there ain't nothing anyone can do to stop it. Wow. Yeah, talk about doom and gloom, right? <laughs> Unless someone from the future, the ultimate future, travels back in time to help these, these desperate souls, uh, eager to do whatever they have to do. To save the universe. And you know who that person is? Who this? Marvel Universe. Well, okay. Marvel Universe proper. Time travel. Who is the number one contender for that, that, that position? For time travel? Yeah. Kang. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Kang travels back in time, but it, it is not the Kang we all, we all know and love. It does not have a penis. It has a vagina. It, oh, it's, it's, like it's, a, it's a shang. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a she-male. Uh, no, no, it's not she-male. Stop. It, it's a female, <laughs> a female Kang, um, who, uh, travels back in time and the very first thing she does is she breaks Banner out of his, uh, chemically controlled prison. They got Banner down in the bowels of the Triskelion, a mile below the base, and they got these tubes into him so he cannot get excited if he gets excited if the if the if the computers notice that his levels surpass a certain point they inject him with poison and he dies he he has to you know smooth it out can't hulk out so she she goes into the 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 prison and she pulls off the uh the tubes that you know would potentially kill him and he is pissed off because i mean his friends the dudes he once considered friends, they imprisoned him, and and Banner's not pleased. But at the same time, this is this is where it gets hairy. At the same time, upstairs in the Triskelion proper, Tony Stark has a meeting with the rest of the Ultimates, and um, I did not know this, but Captain America, at, when this story takes place, is president of the United States. Did you know that? Yes, I did know that. I yeah. did not know that. Uh, Hawkeye's there. Thor is in attendance, but it's not, um, he's not a god anymore. He's been depowered. He's mortal. Um, Shield director Monica Chang, who uh, I have learned is the ex wife of the ultimate Nick Fury. Didn't know that. Okay. Did not know that. Okay. Uh, sweet ass Susie Storm is there. Word. And she is dropping the science like a boss. Sure, limiting dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Reed has nothing on Susie. Susie's. She's laying down the law, and what she's talking about, yes. I know, and what she's talking about is the Infinity Gems. Mm-hmm. See, they have in their possession two Infinity Gauntlets equipped with three Infinity Gems. And Susie surmises that the gems came about because of extremely traumatic events like uh, white blood cells. That uh, rush to the, the the organism's aid in times of um, you know strife or or mm-hmm. you know when you get wounded your white blood cells they rush into the wound and try and you know recover uh, the organism. That's kind of what the infinity gems are said to be in the ultimate universe. So they have three of them that have yet to be secured because one of them one of the the, the three remaining gems melted its way into the core of the planet so it's ridiculous nobody can go get it well 
nobody that they know of can go get it. Um, so Banner hulks out. Yeah, he's getting all crazy and smashing shit, and he makes a beeline upstairs to beat the crap out of his one-time friends. Mm-hmm. What does he do when he gets to the surface? He puts on the Infinity Gauntlets. Holy shit! Oh, the nice. Hulk is has two Infinity Gauntlets on. And he mops up the place with the Ultimates. They can't do a damn thing against him. Thor, Thor, Thor is like, I'm all lightning your ass. Banner's like, go ahead. I'm going to make copies of myself. The Hulk makes like six different copies of himself. And everybody's fighting the Hulk. They're out. They're down. And who pops up? Kang, Kang shows up, right? Mm-hmm. But Reed Richards pops in. Kang frees him from his prison. He, he was in the cube. Because of something that happened during Ultimate Enemy and this whole Children of Tomorrow thing, I guess they killed all the Asgardians. Mm-hmm. So Reed is Reed is not Reed is considered a persona non grata in the Ultimate Universe now. He's not the Reed Richards we know in our universe. Well, right. the Marvel Universe. Reed, as he's talking to the Ultimates, he's like, "Yes, let's ch- stop this childish bullshit." Blah blah blah. He puts his hand out, and Pietro runs by and drops another infinity gem in his hand. So oh so now Reed has the gauntlets with four infinity gems on them and he sets about making the world a better place. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. He he negotiates peace. He goes out and he plants all these crops, he feeds the starving. He he comes up with this clean energy, the free clean energy source. So he's like he's doing good things, but he's also a dictator. And, you know, when you have a person in power who rubs a lot of people in the know the wrong way, you have this resistance. So Nick Fury comes out of hiding and reassembles the Howling Commandos. Nice. You know who they are? I do not. Cassie Lang, <laughs> a.k.a. Stature. Uh-huh. Sam Wilson, the, oh, the Falcon. Right. Frank Castle. Okay. Yeah, these are the Punishers on the Howling Commandos. Dum uh, Dum Dugan, of course, of course. Abigail Brand, all right. Danny Ketch, oh, oh yeah. whose code name is yeah. yeah, I know, right? Whose code name is Ghost? Emil, love it. Emil Blonsky, <laughs> nice. And abomination because Thor has been um, stripped of his godhood. They have a god of their own. Oh, yeah. The son of Zeus, Hercules, is on the fucking howling command. This is nuts. This story is bonkers, right? Tony has a brain tumor. Okay. And it's sentient. So it's like... uh, No, his brain tumor talks to him. Mm -hmm. Um, And it takes the form of a little boy, young young Tony Stark. He calls him Anthony. And the the kid has Iron Man armor on. He talks to his... um, brain tumor and the brain tumor will give him ideas or, or you know uh, solutions to things it's still you know mm-hmm. I, I assumed it was still part of his mind but it's not see reed gets his hands on tony at some part in the, in the story takes off the top of his skull and does no anesthesia brain surgery on tony yes. stark no listen to this he's poking around in his head and and tony's like making, you know, with the rebuttals and everything, and he goes, oh, shut up, and he pulls a piece of his brain out to, oh, get, to get him to shut up. And I'm talking Clockwork Orange. You remember Malcolm McDowell and Clockwork Orange, how he was all trussed up? That's how Tony is. He's in this thing, and the top of his head is off, and his skin is all splayed out. He's got blood dripping down his face, and Reed's talking to him. 
So why the hell would Reed do this to Tony? Mm. It's not a brain tumor. Spo- oh. uh, spoiler. It's an infinity gem. What? Tony Stark has a friggin' infinity gem what? in his brain. So uh, Reed takes the infinity gem out of his brain and kills Tony Stark. Tony Stark is dead. Right? I'm thinking yeah, huh? that's the whole thing about this story. There are huge things in this story, like monumental importance. Like Tony Stark mm-hmm. dead. But I mean, Tony's resourceful even in death, right? So I'm not going to give away all the spoilers. There's a huge spoiler as to exactly who Kang is. Mm-hmm. I was blown away by this thing. To- totally lost myself in this story. It is amazing. It's like, how did I this like sneak under the radar? The art's off the hook. Yeah, the art's great. Uh, very European. Um, uh, Gian Domenico. It's a, it's a very beautiful flowing line. Uh, you, you know, it's, I don't want to say animated. There, there are a few instances like Reed makes these Herbie bots. Mm-hmm. They're, they're robots, but the cool thing about them is their, their, uh, chest cavity is an Ultron head. Ridiculous. Yeah, like, and they, they go about doing his, his business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, he does a little cut and paste with the robots, which is okay. I mean, if you're drawing thousands of robots, then great. Um, uh, Captain America's imprisoned in the negative zone because Reed's like, fuck this. I'm not letting you get the jump on me. <laughs> you're going the negative zone. Uh, Hawkeye's blind. And, uh, you know, so it's up to the freedom fighters to save the day. It, it's amazing. And it does not end on a happy note. It's nuts because it, it, it leads right into ultimate cataclysm. Mm-hmm. So if this, I mean, this is a really cool way to end this part of the, the ultimate universe. I mean, this is the biggest battle the ultimates have ever faced and they're basically doing it they're like trying to punch a mountain because Reed has the gauntlets. Like, what do you do against a super smart man who not only has, you know, the, the, the biggest mental capacity on the planet? Because in this, in the ultimate universe, Reed can stretch his brain. Right. So, so the bigger his brain gets, the, like, the more, he's like a human computer. Right. And so not only do you have, like, this super brain, it has infinity gauntlets. Like, mm-hmm. that could just, like, transform reality. Well, something comes that's a bigger threat than that. It's nuts. It's 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 insane. It's so enjoyable. I was geeking out. I like I said, I, I blew through the entire trade and I didn't even lost track of time and everything. It was amazing. So I gotta rethink my position on the ultimate universe. That is interesting. Yeah. I uh well. I really you're want right. To, it sounds like maybe we've been ignoring it. Yeah, I really want to give away some spoilers on, on especially on Kang because it, it is a nutbuster. Mm-hmm. You'd never expect this person to be Kang. It's like what? Yeah, and Reed is just—he's insane. He—I mean, come on—he kills Tony Stark, a person he was once close to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got to wonder. Yes, he's doing good things, but he's still a megalomaniac, and and you know, still making with the. He treats everyone like children. I did not know this, but Susie and Ben are an item in this part of the Marvel Universe, the Ultimate Universe. They're like sucking face and everything. Nice. And and Ben has this weird or this weird purple energy thing. Like he can transform back into Ben Grimm for some reason, and and he's got all this energy around him. Then he could transform into the thing proper when he needs it. And there's a Hulk versus thing throwdown. There's also 
ooh, ties to um, No More Mutants in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's it's really strange. Off the hook. Loved it. So, you know, I, I have to thank the source, Chris Howell, for sending this to me. I never would have read it if, if somebody didn't, if Chris awesome. didn't, didn't send this to me. It was great. I'm, I'm, no bones. It was great. It was it was a, a a great experience reading this thing. Damn. Yeah. So check it out. Don't don't. I don't know. I know it's it, it's the home stretch for the Ultimate Universe. I mean, I have all the Cataclysm stuff, but I, I haven't read them. I I thought, what the hell? This sounds like the the last hurrah for the Ultimate Universe. Let me get in on it. Mm-hmm. So I have the books, and I'm now I'm more excited to read them than ever. That's great. You know, I have to say, I definitely abandoned ship with that. Just uh, probably after the whole Galactus stuff. The whole yeah, stuff. I'm I'm you thinking know. that was more to do with what they were planning on the movie. Could be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of cool, but ultimately, blah, whatever. It was no well intended. Yeah, right. I mean, Warren Ellis was at the helm then, so it, mm-hmm. it was at least it was good to read. It was it was a good read, but yeah. Right. I mean, I I read, I read the Spider Men limited series uh, that that had the crossover with with well, it was still Peter um, meeting Miles, so they were able to finally do that since Ultimate Peter Parker was long gone by then. Um, and I I read I read a few issues of the Miles Ultimate Spidey. I um, I started. I didn't finish. I only got a couple of issues into, um, Mahmoud was doing a Ultimate X-Men. Um, yeah. He was drawing that story where, where they were in the Savage Land. Um, yep. but because I not well versed in Ultimate X-Men, even from way back when, I, um, some of the players may have looked familiar, but they, they weren't who I was used to. Uh, but there were, um, there's been one that's been in my, a library for a while now that I just never got around to reading. I think it was um, Ultimates versus Avengers, and and I think Lanil you did the art on that. Yeah. And I never, I still, I still want to read it. It's just, it's one of those things where I, every time I get to it, I'm like, well, let me see what else I, I can read in the meantime. Yeah. So I'll get to that eventually. But yeah, no, I mean, we've all kind of um, walked away from the Ultimate Universe now. Yeah, this is actually one for a hardcover treatment. The art's that beautiful. Mm, nice. Get this. There's one part in here where uh, Quicksilver is going up against uh, Susie and the thing. And she's standing there. And the next minute she drops to the ground and she's going, it burns. I'm like, what the hell happened? She's got cuts over all of her body. He attacked her with an envelope. Oh, shit. He gave her a million friggin' paper cuts. Paper cuts. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she's just down. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He should have had lemon in his other hand. That'd have been it's awesome. just like, I mean, how do you take See, Susie? That's up? the kind of cool thing that I wish we saw more of these days. Of like, yeah, you know, I mean, I understand, and I don't want to make this into some kind of you know big soliloquy about you know characters and existing and all that and how they have to be used for IP. But but I don't understand why we can't continue to push the boundaries of what these characters can do with their powers. It's true. Like, there's no reason for we couldn't. I mean, there's no, there's no hard and fast rule that says they can only do the things we've seen them do before. You know what I mean? Right. But I mean, in this instance, they can basically do whatever they want with these characters. Because if what we think Absolutely is sure. what we think is going to happen happens, then you know, yeah. ultimate universe is no more. So it's whatever they can do whatever yeah. they want. And th- that's a great place in which to be because now the creativity can go bonkers. They could, you know, well, I mean, the sky's the limit, right? Yeah. 
It's awesome. Dave, uh, I, I, David especially, um, would, I think would love this. I mean, Jason, you'd, you'd, you know, dig it just because you like good things, but I, there's things in here that David will really like. That's no, all I'm, that's all I'm going to say. That's good. Yeah. That's cool, dog. I don't know. The th- panel with Ben and Susie kissing, I got a kind of perverse, like, <laughs> joy looking at that. Mm-hmm. Cause I wish I, I was if Ben. That, see, they weren't, remember when, um, uh, Shit, who the hell was the writer? When it was, it was when we were, when we were getting ready to launch bullpen bulletins and I believe Pascal (laughs) Ferry was, uh, he was going to take over the art on Fantastic Four. That was around issue 50 or so. But I think even back then, I don't, I, I remember seeing something where there really was no read in Susie and, and maybe it was, um, Maybe it was uh, maybe it was before Ultimatum or whatever. Yeah, I, I I just it's not news to me that it's it's Ben and Susie, and because I, I don't I don't know when the last time Reed was even around. Yeah, well, like I said, he was in the cube. What well, I I have to go back now and and read that Ultimate Enemy and uh, see see exactly how nasty he was to get you know thrown in prison. I mean, no one likes him in this thing. Susie can't stand him. Yeah. In fact, I read somewhere where in Ultimate Enemy she tried to kill him. That's that's big doings. Where Susie mm-hmm. Susie tries to take out Reed. I mean, that 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 that's an impossibility in in six one six. Totally. Yeah. That's one of the things about Hickman's run that I really liked. Uh, like at the end of that, the first Eagle Sham arc, where Reed comes out of the the. Uh, the the think tank and he and he raced all the 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 walls and it's just like she's she's like down on the ground and he's got his hands down there's one thing that drives Reed and it's Susie mm-hmm. and he realized that Man, what the hell am I doing you know what I mean I could I could be out saving universes but at at the cost of my soul with this woman nah nah son I'm coming back that was awesome that that was an awesome cap on that little part yeah. Did I just spoil something for David? I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't think so. You knew it was going to happen anyway. It's pretty obvious. But yeah. It is. Yeah. So what we got? David. Yes, sir. What you reading, brother? Uh, I I finally finished the the fourth issue today of um of the first four issues of Straight Bullets. Ooh. Okay. Cool. Um, and I, oh, no, I'm going to, I, no, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to I can sense a problem here. I'm going to, yeah, no, there will be a problem. I'm going to read more issues, but it's definitely not a, a book that, um, it's when, when you, there are just too many people I know in real life who are idiots, and I don't particularly care for. Uh, I don't know if I need to read about them in, in comics as well, even if... I mean, I, I, after the second issue in a row where, you know, it was just some moron with a gun and and it just just getting himself into deeper shit, I'm like, I... I, I get it. I just... And, and I don't... I'm trying to put myself back when this... This series was coming out, and 
and and why everybody was was going apeshit about it. And I don't know if it was because it was you know it, it, it's we hadn't seen Laugh'em do anything like this before. I don't know if it was because it was self published and and therefore pretty much not easily accessible uh, or these easily obtainable. I I just I'm reading it and and I'm like it doesn't. It's it's not knocking my socks off, and it's it it's one of those cases where and, and granted it's only four issues where we we've only seen a couple of these characters uh, twice, so uh, I'm sure their their stories will continue as the series goes on, um, but I'm I'm not I'm not in love, and and there was um and it's as far as anybody on, on the forum saying that uh, straight bullets is, is better than 100 bullets, I, I don't see it. But, I mean, if you if you found fault with the first four in terms of the undesirables in it, the rest of it's not going to be any better because there are a lot of nasty so. people in right, straight bullets. Right, yeah. and that's, and, that's the, and And it's, you know, I mean, and I, I read about, Although it was, it was, um, slightly exaggerated, but you know, you, you read about nasty people in Sin City. You, you, I'm, I'm used to, and, and so it's, it's over, it's been over a decade since, since the book was released, since the book was first introduced, and I think we've kind of, other people have also done this, and, and maybe it's just, I, I I don't I don't know what it is I'm supposed to be seeing just yet. I'm gonna say, yeah. So I'll I'll I'm I'm going to, I'm not writing it off, but um, four issues itself it it um it hasn't it hasn't shown me that I missed anything yet. Yeah, well, I'll, you know, you got to do you. If 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 it's a chore or if it's unpleasant. Yeah, but I, and I, I mean, I'm not gonna. It, it's not a thing where I'm going to. You know, you you guys come over for about, and I'll be like, I just, you know, all right, whatever. I like what my friends like. I just, I, I'm willing to. Still, I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance. Like I said, it, it right. was just first four, and I'm sure he was. Um, he was he was setting the stage too, so I'm not uh, you know. But yeah, no. As far as undesirables, like sevens, oh. I'm not I'm not surprised that there are more <laughs> coming. Yeah. Um, and, and worse. I mean, the first four issues. There's there's things that come up that pale that the first four pale in comparison to. I'm sure. Yeah. It, you know, so it's. I don't know if it's. I, I'm. I think a few people have said that oh, this is the comic that got me back into comics, and and back then, and and you know, this this showed me what comics could do. You know, if you don't all have to be wearing capes, and I, I, I don't know. I'm just. I. You know that your opinion about of the Tarantino or Ovoa is very fitting in this instance because. I think it's comparable. There, there are a lot of events and stray uh, bullets been, uh, that that you know would translate perfectly to a, a mid to late. Absolutely. Oh, especially know. the first That's issue. A very interesting I observation, have, Vince. Because yeah, I, I'm thinking here. I've only read the first four issues of Stray Bullets myself, but as you know from last week, I really enjoyed it, and I, I am a humongous, humongous Tarantino fan. So. Yeah, that, that, uh, that's I very interesting. That, that's that's the diner scene in the first issue playing out that way. Oh yeah, Just, yeah, and that's why I, it baffles my mind. Boggles my mind, actually, that you like Reservoir Dogs. 
I do. There's I, there's I, nobody in that entire movie that's that's worth liking. You're right. But but you 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 know what I mean. So you still find something it's, of value it, in it because it's also it, it it's also somewhat exaggerated. Like the whole, it's I mean, very, whole it's level. so contrived. Everything right. about re- I mean, I, the, I, I, stuck I in the middle with you scene. Give are, me a break. I, exactly, and but I could see, but that's I, I can I can see Michael Madsen playing the Punisher doing that. Oh yeah, I can see you know, I dancing. Harvey Keitel, Punisher Harvey don't Keitel, dance. You're not gonna die. I love <laughs> Harvey Keitel in that fucking movie. Sitting there squeezing Tim Roth's hand and 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 Roth swearing up and down that he's not a cop and I just think and E. Lois. I think everything about I I laugh and and that's another one where it it hit me at the right time, right place. Um, you know, my brother and I can quote that and and we'll have a good old time. Yeah. And it's so I but yeah I um I like Kaitel better as the what was he the wolf the wolf yeah, when some yeah. Wolf, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah but um. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll, like I said, I don't, I'm not, um, you know, it's, 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 I'm glad I waited for, I, I guess, the hype to die on or whatever. And, and I, I, now I can say that, you know, I'm, I've read at least the first four issues. And you got to read it for free. Yeah. I, I read it for free. So it's not even like one of those things where you get what you pay for. Or, I mean, cause you, you absolutely loved it. So it's, it's, um, yeah, I just, I, I'm just checking in, letting, Letting you all know that that it, it hasn't, uh, you know, I it didn't rock my world yet. I think there's a strong chance that it eventually will. That's okay. why that's that's just my because Stray Bullets is Pulp Fiction, and vice versa. There there are a lot of similarities between the two of those. Even like the tone, the feel of the thing, just the events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's close. I I think you'll click on it sooner or later. It's going to be one of those things where. Like some of the movies I watch, they, there's no way that they can be deemed entertainment, you know. Right. But I watch them anyway, and 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 I, I get something out of them. But it's not. I I don't think it would be called entertainment. Maybe this this fascination mm-hmm. I have with with the dark and the disturbing. I think maybe you'll find some of that in in Stray Bullets, and it just keeps it like candy. It just, once once you taste it, I think you'll keep coming back for more. That's just. Yeah, yeah okay. I think I'm all in. But did you see the solicitation in the new previews? Uh, Killers? Unprecedented. Stray Bullets. They're soliciting issue yeah, 41. 41, yeah. Se- separately. Yeah, well, Ron talked about that when he was on. That yeah, was, but it's it's yeah. like a trifecta. You can get 41. You can get the the yeah, uh, the, the big, which is very competitively priced. It's only $59. Well, because, again, it's more like a Walking Dead compendium. It's not like an omnibus type of thing. It's... Yeah, but still, it's only going to cost. No, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. But I'm yeah. saying it's uh, the reason it's priced that way is just so people don't like. It's not like a absolute version. It's right. like a compendium. Version. I'm guessing it's going to cost us all told thirty bucks through, through Hope our so. sponsor. Yeah, and there's another thing. I think you can get straight bullets. What number one? Yeah, I, I don't it, know if it's it's called straight bullets colon killer? something else, but yeah. Oh yeah, um, right, right. That's yeah, that too. That's the new th- the new thing. Right. So, yeah. I, pff, yeah. Got Is that it. Spanish Scott on the cover or something? <laughs> Shh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Yeah, no, that's uh that I'm I'm giddy for all of it. Me too. And and actually I had uh, a great our annual holiday get together with uh Ron uh on uh, Monday. Did you really? Yes. And he after talking to him about a bunch of stuff, I'm definitely eager to jump back on the Satellite Sam train cuz the first issue did nothing for me. Nice. But it's like there's a lot of uh Naughtiness that happens in subsequent issues that uh, I just can't yeah, it's, it's, it's so. semen soaked. 
Nice. Yes. I'm up in, I gotta get up in that too. It's like my life. <laughs> right. Hilarious. Hilarious. Well, seeing as how we've been talking about a lot of stuff, well, Vince is, it was very ebullient, but David and I were kind of like, meh, on our stuff. Um, I wanted to shout out, uh, and this is kind of a shout out in general to it, an area of comics that I think needs a little bit more attention. And then maybe just a couple specific mentions, which is, um, you know, this is the time of year we're doing it ourselves where people, you know, media and, 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 uh, retailers and everybody puts out their best of lists or, you know, editor's choices and, um, you know, Amazon's got their best books of 2013 out now and, you know, all the, all the major magazines have put out their best book lists and all that sort of thing. Um, and one of the more interesting things that I came across was, uh, a best of list for Comixology's submit. And for the listeners who don't know, Comixology, which is now, you know, not quite at the diamond level of, of Monopoly, but, but certainly the big, the big dominant force in, in, in digital comics distribution. Um, they created, I, I believe, either late last year or early this year, I think early this year, but um, a, a division called Submit, and it is for uh, basically making the onboarding of creator-owned self-published works much easier to do onto their platform. Now, um, I have no idea how user-friendly it is from the creator end, you know, and, and what the economics are, if it makes sense for them to do it or not. I, I can't speak to any of that. But as a source of of um, interesting, truly independent work that, that is really without, you know, a publisher, it's truly self-published, um, you know, I hadn't tried much, so I thought that this best-of list that Comixology put out would be a good place to kind of test the waters a bit. And... Um, so far, every single thing that I, I read from Submit has been uh, has been great. It's been it's been really really impressive. Um, uh, the 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 in particular the thing I wanted to, to most call attention to is um, a series called The Bunker, mm. um, and it's uh, written by Joshua Hale Fialkoff. Look at that. Mm-hmm. And it's illustrated by um, Joe Infornari. Now. I think we all know Fialkov well. I, I didn't know uh, Infernari's work before this. Um, and it I've read the first four issues. The fifth issue just came out, um, but I haven't had a chance to read it. Uh, and the premise is um, a bunch of friends discover an abandoned bunker uh, in, uh, in the woods, and they open the bunker, and their lives are changed forever. Um, and it's what's, what's, what immediately hooked me into this book is they're, they're at the bunker and they're in the, they're looking at it and it's, uh, it's, it's drawn very reminiscent of the bunker from Lost. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> and, and, and to their credit, one of the characters makes a joke about this being just like Lost. And I was like, okay. I'm like, all right. So this is not like this isn't some like self, you know, like they're clearly self-aware here. That's this is by design. So, so that put me at ease. Um, but the the premise thus far is that these four friends, uh, or maybe it's five. I think it's five friends go into this bunker, and it's essentially a gigantic time capsule that somehow or another has come from their future. And they go down in it, and it's just filled with all kinds of ephemera, and it's pretty clear that one of the things that they see are are envelopes with their names on them. And they open up the envelopes, and it's letters written to them from themselves. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, and, and each sort of each issue, 
it, 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 it intertwines a bit, but each issue essentially is letting you by the, the, the narration is, is the letter of them kind of talking to themselves from the future. That's awesome. And it's weaving back and forth from what's going on in the future and what's happening now. And they're all being positioned to have really difficult choices to make. But at the same time, their, their, their future selves are saying, I know you're, I know I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to get you to believe me, but it's not going to matter because you're still going to do what you're going to do. And it's just this really fascinating take on, even if you knew about the future and could change it, would you ultimately change it? And it's just this fascinating dive into this. And, um, I don't have any idea how long it's supposed to go on for or, or, you know, if there's a, a specific ending in sight. Uh, I do know it's a work that just reading the, the liner notes and stuff in the back of the credits that, that Fialkoff has, has, you know, had in his mind for a long, long time. Um, and, uh, like I said, I'm four issues in and it's, it's just been a blast so far. Um, you know, is it a perfect comic? No. I mean, you know, it's a creator owned comic and, 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 uh, you know, this isn't, you know, I'm not going to say there aren't little things here and there that I'm thinking, okay, I'm not not sure about that. But but overall, in terms of of what I've gotten so far from my money, I think it's great. And um, uh, the artwork is black and white. It is um, I'm trying to think who to liken him to. Um, it's difficult. I, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that there's someone I would I would liken him to. Um, I mean, in a way. In a way that the figure drawing is is actually straight out of EC, um, you know, uh, a little bit more in the uh, realistic angle of things than like say a Jack Davis type, but uh, but but you know, I think strong strong facial expressions, you know, definitely decent anatomy. Um, uh, I think the um, the nothing earth shattering in, in in terms of the panel layouts that sort of thing. But uh, but but definitely uh, conveys the 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 human aspects of the storytelling really well. Um, you know, I think the uh, there's a little Marion Churchland in there. Oh, you're looking at it. Yeah. 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 yeah cool. Yeah. Um, so, but but again, I mean, this is for me a hook. I mean, I, I, the story's got me hooked in. Uh, every issue's had a cliffhanger, which again, you could understand how this type of story would set itself up for that, whether it be a revelation that they read and 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 whatnot, and. Um, and uh, I can't wait to read more, you know, which is ultimately the I think the, the best testament. Each issue um, is is varied in size, but but they you know they range between like high twenties and, and mid thirties in terms of pages. Hmm. Um, so you're definitely getting your money's worth. I think the issues have been a buck ninety nine a piece. Uh, so highly highly recommend the bunker, which you can find on Comicsology Submit. It's uh it's great. David, did you get a chance to read any of those yet? I will uh no not yet. I will be reading the first four for next week though. Cool. And, wow, and- that page with the looks like some kind of spidery organism. Mm-hmm. That's really sweet. Yeah, there's definitely a um like a not uh there's definitely a dystopian aspect to their future. Um, you know, there is some soap opera here as you might imagine between, you know, who's fucking who and, and who <laughs> used to date each other, that sort of thing, which is you know, again, all, all part and parcel for this kind of future future shock tale. Um, now, did, did you? What about the Meyer, David? Did you read that? I started it. I, I didn't get a chance to uh, get very far into it. Okay. An- another one of the issues that I picked up in the same thing is the Meyer, uh, which is uh, by Becky Cloonan, um, who I'm. I would say this year, uh, because of Conan, I became a much bigger fan of her work than I had been in the past. Um, 
and again, not because of her work itself, just because typically the stuff I've read of hers, the source material hasn't been something that I've really vibed on, um, which Conan was sort of much, you know, I've been really loving the Conan work. But uh, this is her creator-owned work, uh, written and drawn by her, and it's, uh, it's a, a tale of a, a squire who has to um, deliver a package to a, you know, a far-flung castle, and uh, there's a huge twist to, uh, to to the arc, the, the sort of heroic arc that this squire has to take. Um, and uh, I thought really well done. Um, again, you know, if you're f- familiar with Becky's work visually, you'll then you'll know what to expect from that side of the ledger. But I don't know that we've seen her much as a writer. And uh, um, you know, this is a very self-contained, um, relatively simple. Uh, not, I don't want to call it a horror story. Uh, it's kind of you know, it's a it's a little like twisty. Um, it's got a little bit of a romantic aspect to it. There is some horror in that there's some ghosts and dead bodies and, you know, kind of zombified bodies, but, but that's really more of a mechanism to tell the, the, the story of, of this squire's life than more than anything. So, um, it's 27 pages and, uh, it, 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 another one was a, a total home run, you know, uh, I think, uh, terrific. And then the last one, and David, this is one that you'll definitely be familiar with. You know, we had the, pleasure of meeting Matt Petz uh, a couple years back at uh, one of the CGS events at Wild Pig. Yep. And uh, he actually drew the Hulk on my Avengers Jam piece. Matt was known then as the um, creator uh, of War of the Woods, which was a Zuda comic. It was one right. of the better received Zuda works. And it was basically a story of woodland animals taking on Martians in War of the Worlds, which is an awesome premise. And it was best known to me because I love his illustrative work, but he, the main, one of the main characters in the book is a, a sea otter, and another of the characters is a turtle, and they're, they're like kind of best buddies, you know, they're, they're like Laurel and Hardy. And it just so happens that my, one of my sons, who is just a maniac for animals, has a stuffed sea otter and loves stuffed turtles. And uh, so when I gave him this book, the hard copy of the first version, he just lost his freaking mind. And for years now, he's been like, Dad, are we ever going to have more War of the Woods? And when David and I met Matt, uh, you know, that two years back, you know, he wasn't sure. I mean, he wanted to do more, but he wasn't sure if the platform and what Nakazuda had kind of gone belly up. And then he self-printed the, the published work. But, um, you know, t- we just didn't – it was unclear. And um, so I was just thrilled to see – on Comicsology submit that he has published six issues of War of the Woods season two. Nice. Um, and, and I, I did just discovered this again, totally randomly. I had no idea that he, he was putting out more. Work, so he didn't I, say anything in New York, did he? I mean, he was talking about well, his wedding and, and getting married, but he didn't, I don't think yeah, he said anything he, about season two. Shows he what a newlywed, newlywed gets obsessed with, uh, <laughs> his bride instead of his work. But, um, but there are six issues out. I, I did download all six issues. I have not, I've read the first three issues. Um, and just two comments on that. One, it picks up right where the first series left off. Awesome. So I would say that you're probably better off reading the first series, you know, versus jumping in right here. Although, again, the premise isn't that difficult to understand. Um, and, uh, well, three things then. Two, uh, I think, I already thought his work, his artistic work was strong. Um, but I think he's, as with many artists, just, you know, with the passage of time and experience, it's gotten even stronger. Um, and then three, um, I think that he deserves incredible kudos for adapting his work to the power of the digital mechanism. And what I mean by that is, unlike, um, you know, most digital comics, which are effectively just, for better or for worse, scans of, you know, the flat pages we'd seen a printed comic, 
his comics are, um, in essence, motion comics. Um, you, you know, as you're thumbing to turn the page, the panels are popping up, dialogue boxes are fading, and the new box is popping up oh, on the same page. And, um, and, and he doesn't, you know, this is not a case of like, where you're doing the comicsology panel layout thing. This is his decision of how to lay the thing out. And, and it just, it almost makes it almost like a motion cartoon. And, um, I just thought that was brilliant. So I can't, I can't recommend that one higher than to say, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's a fun premise. He, he, he's, he does a wonderful job drawing the different animals. The animals each have their own distinct personalities. There's a turtle, an otter. There's a, a raccoon. There's a, a bird, like a little, a little. Um, I don't know what type of bird it is. It's a little songbird, but it's just terrific. And uh, so, basically, three for three on Comicsology submit so far. And um, because of that, I will be really taking a stronger look at this on a regular basis because I love the idea. You know, much like with with Kickstarter, and like I love the idea of supporting true creator-owned work. And I think Comicsology hit a home run here because. Um, you know, the, there's just just a tremendous amount of of stuff in their catalog already, and uh, I would love to hear from from creators out there who listen to the show as to whether or not you are fans of the model. Just to make sure that there's nothing you know insidious with the model that would sort of kind of preempt supporting it. But I'm assuming, just given by how quickly uh, Submit has grown its 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 distribution and, and and catalog, that that it's you know it probably the terms aren't very onerous, and if they're not. And, and it's creator friendly. Then I, I really think this is a grand slam, for just as a, as a as a model. So I'm assuming by what I'm reading right here that the model is not too onerous because Oni Press is publishing the bunker uh, in print. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yep. Oh wait, where do you see that? Uh, let's see. Whatyourreading.com says. Uh, oh, cool. Oni Press has made a great decision in bringing the bunker to comic shops. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. great. Cool. So I guess yeah. I guess they're free to uh, branch out, so to speak. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I mean, it just uh, just warms my heart to see you know these people getting, and sure, Fialkoff and 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 Clunin are, are established creators, no doubt. But um, yeah. but 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 clearly, this is you know passion projects that they you know either weren't able to or were reluctant to go to a, a traditional publisher with. And and that being said, again, you know, I, I kind of gravitated towards those ideas just first because maybe I knew those names but but there are literally thousands and thousands of of, of works of all different types and genres on this comicsology submit you know and the prices range from free to you know a, a buck or two per issue so it's not going to break the bank and you know you can try it before you buy it type of thing so um, yeah I just I just definitely want to see more people give it a shot that's awesome yeah, yeah. it is the uh, I two things regarding um the bunker as I'm flipping through the first issue here. Uh, Fialkov. Oh, you're fast, he, man. He is, oh, I'm just coming through it. Um, he, I don't know what he does for, I, I don't know what kind of, uh, documentation he has if he has to blackmail these artists because he seems to have a phenomenal success rate with mm-hmm. artists drawing his stories uh we saw it in echoes um i vampire it, it's it, the bunker looks amazing and the other thing is i am glad i am about six or seven episodes into the second season of lost where um 
Grady talks about the uh, what, what Vince? No, no. The, uh, the the that the handsome Scottish dude listening to uh, the mamas oh. and the papas uh, in, down in the uh, <laughs> in the hatch, but and um, and yeah, it I, I didn't I had no idea loss was going to go in the direction it was going in with um, with the with the people from the back of the plane and and uh, nice to see Michelle Rodriguez doing things other than. President Evil and uh, the Fast and Furious movies, but the um, I love her. She she barely I don't know if you could she barely does much on that yeah, show. Yeah, but still, yeah, she's just I mean she she runs around grimacing and, and yeah. yelling at uh, at at African guy, but the um, she's nice to look at. Yeah, that's she is. Her, she that's first in the new Thor movie, by the way. Oh, is he really? Mm-hmm. He was um he was in the uh, the first uh, he was in the Born Identity movie. And, yeah, I mean he's been in a lot of things, but um. That's cool. I didn't know Chris was in Thor too. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I will, um, I will definitely be checking out the, uh, the first five issues of the bunker starting tonight when we're done. Nice. Um, cause I was, the, um, I was reading, uh, aside for stray bullets, I, I was, um, I've also been, uh, going back on recent, I, I haven't been reading a lot of the X books after. Battle of the Atom, and um, letting them stack up too. I I was I, I read the second issue of Amazing X Men. Um, I read uh, I read the misleading cover of um, All New X Men. <laughs> uh, the um, and and Mahmoud's art is fantastic, and and uh, and for real, I'm happy to say that you know in 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 the uh, in the two issues, although Peterson did um, the first issue and then it does the last few pages of the recent issue, but in the two issues we've seen of um, of X twenty three, there's been no uh, no foot claw. <laughs> so, I, I don't you know can't put that in. That. David Price doesn't like that. <laughs> so, That's true. But um, but and and uh, come on, say it. No. What, 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 what else did you read? Superior What's Superior twenty four. That's yes. Oh. I, was, I was looking right at that cover too, and I, while Jason was talking, I had the cover lined up, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, we got to talk about that." Superior. Oh man, it is uh, nuts. I, I, even if even if Slot is not going in the direction I think he's going in, okay. I, I'm still cool with. I, I really, I just, I have no idea. Where this is going, I have I have some theories. I I, I, no, I want to hear them. Every every okay. As soon as as soon as we have a new arc, and in the back of my mind, even though I'd, I'm in no rush for Peter to come back, I'm like, okay, well maybe he could do this to bring Peter back. But now what I'm thinking, when they said that um, when they brought Flash Thompson and and Venom into this Superior Spider-Man world, and because Otto doesn't know that Flash and Peter are best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so Otto wants to do away with um, with the symbiote. Wants nothing to do with Flash, but realizing that there is a connection there, he's going to help Flash because he helped Peter helped Aunt May with with, with her hip, and so I'm going to make Flash Thompson walk again. Right. Uh, one thing, Jason, have you read this? No, no, but that, okay. that's fine. I'm behind in Superior, so go ahead. All right. So, f- Peter is going to hook Flash up 
And in doing so, he is going to strip Flash of the symbiote, and that's when... But Flash doesn't know that going in. No, right, and neither does Cardiac, and nobody knows this. This is, this is all just because, because this is, because, because Spider-Man needs to do away. But then, when... But, yeah, when he hooks him up to the machine, he has to do a preliminary scan. Right. And it's the scan, a sonic-based scan, that trips the symbiote. Yep. And it, Jason, you gotta see it. It's nuts. The thing friggin' screams. Yes. Nice. And, and it, it. And it's Ramos art. And it looks, it's terrifying and it's terrified. Yeah. And it does this exit stage left thing right into this (laughs) holding chamber that Otto has set up. Conveniently set up. So now he has the symbiote trapped. Awesome. Yeah. And now I think because, because when, when we were introduced with the anti-venom, that as much as, the symbiote has attached itself to other hosts. You you never forget. You're first. You're first. <laughs> nice. And, nice. And, and it's you have, true. And, and, it's always and, been how. It's and true. The symbiote, the symbiote has his one true love, and it it knows Peter. And Peter's I Cassidy. really think <laughs> I really think that at the end, because next issue is the 25th extra size extravaganza. I really think it, and, and he could turn around and go in a different direction, and that's cool. But I honestly think the symbiote is what's going to bring Peter back to the forefront. Mm, see, I would, you know, just for the sake of variety, I gotta disagree. Okay. I still think Peter's in the old busted robot. I, I think, I think the, the symbiote's a red herring. And that's the thing, they, they, we, we saw them dig up a grave. We did. And so, yes, you're absolutely right. It, it could definitely be, you know, slide a hand on Slot's part, and it's and, and it's just and that's and so Otto's going to focus on Venom, and that will lead the way for a backdoor for Peter. I don't. I, I'm just because we all know I have no problem with no with with, with, with the story they're telling and with Otto being in control. I I, I love it. But the, I I think this issue especially had an air of finality about it. I mean. Otto closes some doors, or, oh, yes. or, or no, 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 I shouldn't say that. He reveals some things to very important people yeah. that can never be undone. Like Mary Jane knows that Peter is uh, infused with the symbiote again, because he basically he comes really close to killing her, uh, threatening her, and he he transforms, you know, semi transforms into the symbiote. In front of her, so she knows. She even screams. Yes. He has also burnt a bridge between uh, himself and Aunt May, because yeah. because when when Aunt May made the mistake of uh, you know the little people comment with right. with Anna, that pissed him off a little yeah. bit, and mm-hmm. and so he lashed out at her and at Jay in a way that you know you really. You can smooth that over, but not quickly. I just think that the whole issue had this, like, yeah, this is the home stretch. Set, yeah, and and because you even have um, JJJ is um, bringing back the Spider Slayer, right? And that killed his wife. So it's yep. like it's it's it. Yeah, there is it's it. It really and the whole it, thing with the goblin to too. Let me ask you, who the hell do you think the goblin is? I kind of want to read that um, 
that Norman series that was that, that was done after uh, the siege wrapped up. It, was that was that Kelly Sue who wrote that, or or, or Jen Van Meter? I don't, I don't there, know. Do you it, really it was, think it'll be Norman? I don't know, because we because when you think about it, because Menace is there. Right, and we're all one big happy because they mentioned he, how, you know because right, he is going to try to bring Harley over to the yeah. end. Of tight, and I, uh, do you think? It, yeah, see that I I don't know what slot. It's too hard to tell because Harry also knew about some of the things that were going on with Norman and and uh, and uh, Malice. Right? Didn't Harry know? He. As a, as a, I mean he, the the whole thing with the the uh, the failed coffee Regency. shop, the whole you know oh, remember the, that right, right. that was around the same time, and I think Harry that one part where the uh, Osborne and the you know the the symbiote came in and and Harry was in somewhere in attendance. I mean he he might have seen something. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. I that especially has me. Uh, scratching my chin because there really isn't a whole lot of information to go on as far as who this goblin is. Right, right. All you know is that 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 uh then the hobgoblin is back and 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 has and and he's so you have you have He your does work. he does know that Peter's Spider-Man though. This goblin. Doesn't he? He knows that there's a connection. Oh, then he knows that there's a connection because Goblin killed Gwen Stacy. There was a connection there with Peter, so he knows he knows wherever there's wherever Spider-Man is, Peter Parker is close behind. Yeah, he may not know they're one and the same, but he knows that there is a connection. Hmm. Because you even had you, you had the past couple, you had an issue or two ago where uh, the issue ended with a close-up on, Go- on on Green Goblin, and the same thing with the annual right. when um, when when they said that. Uh, you know, Spidey messed with Blackout and, yeah. you know, hey, hands hey, off. And everybody, everybody leave Peter Parker alone. Boss, and this dude is trouble. <laughs> he's like, oh, the, you know, and he's, and so it's, there's, it's, it's going to be, it, it may, that, that could be a flat part where if it actually isn't Norman or even Harry or somebody who, who should be Green Goblin. Yeah. And it's revealed that it's, it's, you know, that leads us back or something. It's, ah, it's, you know what? For me, I don't think Slot can lose. If it's Harry, I'll be happy. If it's Norman, right? I, mean, I don't really want to see Norman this soon after after you know all the the hammer stuff and everything he did. But it it's apropos that it would be Norman. Uh, I don't. I he can't. That that's the least of my worries as far as this goes. I I don't think I've enjoyed Spider Man this much in wow pre Civil War. Yes. Yeah. Definitely pre-Civil War. Um, and Jason, uh, Otto bonds with the symbiote, and he becomes the superior Venom. It's Ooh. it's insane. And uh, from what we're told, next issue, which is 25, is double-sized, uh, Otto is going to throw down with the Avengers. Yeah, because that, yeah, that was the last panel with uh, Black Widow and her big tits, and they answered the phone. There's nothing wrong and, with that. And, right. I know. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know some, there some, is nothing wrong with that. Un- Un- inappropriate uh, uh, derision in your commentary there. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that was that was the forefront of the panel. I have no problem with that. It's kind of hard to be stealthy it's, when your boobs are squeaking against the tile floor. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait for Hawkeye to run up behind her and be like, "Grab them titties, Kimasabi." <laughs> Tune in Tokyo. Uh, but I, I got I got to say, if you want a goblin drawn right, you get Umberto Ramos to do Seriously. it. He draws the most maniacal, insane, just yeah. plain. Downright off kilters, uh, 
goblins of, of yeah, anyone. Yeah. yeah, he's crazy. Beautiful yeah, yeah. stuff. Uh, and he, he makes Anna really attractive. Right, yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, you could see why Peter would fall in, well, Otto would fall in love with her. She's very attractive. Yeah. Whereas, you know, uh, previous arcs where someone else was at the, the uh, who was, um, the, the artist before this? Was it, um, uh, uh, Kevin Coley? Yeah. yeah. He, you know, she just, like I said, she was kind of mousy, not very, yeah. but, uh, Umberto draws her a little glamorous for a, for, for a midget. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not nice. I'm kidding. <laughs> Midgets are people too. It's yeah. Tyrion <laughs> Lannister and shit. Yeah, no, it's great um, stuff. I can't wait till you read it, Jason. Word it. Yeah, I think you may have a um, a Hickman FF moment on this slot Spider-Man stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna read it. I'm only like three issues behind, dude. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, you said your uh, Regina pile was like out of control. It is, but I'm not that far behind on that. Oh, One good. of the reasons the Regina pile is out of control is because I've been keeping so current on the Marvel stuff, you know? Yes, it's hard not to. It's just so good. It is good, but but the the pile's ridiculous. And it's more because I keep on all these damn oversized collected editions that right. just sit there. He's so crazy. Cray cray. Look at that. I want to keep going. I don't think we should we should end this anytime soon. You do you going, yeah? It's fun. I'm sure you've got other things you want to talk about. Yeah, not comics though. I was just. Uh, oh. Well, no. Um, did should we go into our uh, gift exchange and and what we decided to do this year? I mean, briefly, just so everybody knows, we have damn hearts. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, you, as regular listeners know, we had uh, we had gotten into the habit of gifting each other with massive amounts of stuff for Christmas and then we would uh open and talk about the items in in question on the Christmas episode. Well, for this year we decided to break with tradition and like David said uh altruistically uh channel some of that cash into worthwhile causes. And why don't you guys tell them the causes you picked for uh yourselves? Well, I picked uh I picked the um Swank Players Club. <laughs> <laughs> My lifetime membership at the Swank Players Club and uh, yes. the uh, unlimited wet naps that go along with that. Correct. <laughs> uh, no, I so uh, I chose uh, for my charity uh, the Wounded Warrior Project. Yeah. Um, which is uh, www.woundedwarriorproject, all one word, dot org. And uh, they've been around for about 10 years now. But uh, but I became aware of them about two years ago. Uh, we, uh, good friends of ours here in the town, um, lost a son uh, in Afghanistan, uh, who was uh, you know there uh, deployed there, and um, named Jonathan Batista. And I know you guys know this already, but for the listeners, and uh, so when Jonathan lost his life, uh, the family in lieu of you know. Uh, anything asked that we all, you know, make donations to Wounded Warrior because it's an organization that they were already aware of, and um, since since that occasion, it's it's become something of, uh, it's it, you know where I've, I've I've continued to look to support because uh, I think what they do is just fantastic. It's, it's basically, um, uh, effectively, the the plan is to help uh, um, uh, uh, soldiers who were injured in the line of duty. Um, it, to aid them both in, in their recovery, uh, you know, in terms of whether it be, you know, helping them, 
you know, trained to, you know, use prosthetic limbs or, or rehabilitate themselves physically or learn to deal with disabilities, but, but also it helps them, um, you know, uh, find places to work, um, uh, and, and train them to work, you know, again, with, with, with what can be some pretty significant disabilities. So, uh, their, their tagline is the, uh, the greatest casualty is being forgotten. So just, uh, again, really, really, I think fantastic. We've had a lot of personal experience with them now for the last two years. And I can just say that they handled themselves with a plum. And, and I know a lot of, uh, of, of people involved in the program from a receiving end that are, are you know, just, just ever so grateful of the support. And like, like, you know, like many charities, they're really contingent on, you know, the support of, um, of, of individuals to, uh, you know, to keep them going. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just a big fan of it and what they do. And, uh, it, it, again, I wouldn't expect anybody out there to, to, uh, I'm sure that everyone has their own charities or, or charitable endeavors that they like to do. But, but if, if you're sort of looking for, for a few, you know, maybe this one and the, the ones you guys will talk about, uh, would be ideas for people. Cause, you know, I know some people, Often say, yeah, I'd like to donate to a charity, but I don't know which ones are the good ones. Right. And, uh, and, and so I definitely think it's kind of cool that we took some time to pick what, you know, what we believe to be some good ones. So the, uh, and, and with Wounded Warrior, they also, they, they tend to team up with other, um, uh, all retailers, I'll say in this case, because when, um, Renee became aware of, um, something called a survival strap a little over a year ago. And, um, they are the, they're the niftiest, basically, um, bracelets made out of, uh, like, um, uh, paratrooper cord. And, uh, basically, if, if, if you have to use it, um, they, survival strap replaces it. But proceeds of, um, of, whenever you purchase, a strap proceeds go to uh, to Wounded Warrior, which is one of the which was another reason why I wanted to um, get a strap from them was because I know that they were going to be giving to uh, Wounded Warrior as well. And a friend of mine at work was uh, I think he was one of the first people to tell me about them a few years ago. And um, it, it, it's it's when you do when I see charities or or uh, give to um anything related to the armed forces um wounded warrior is probably the one that that i i keep an eye out for because that that's the one that i i guess i feel more an attachment to yeah that's good to hear i mean uh they you know the, the other thing i guess i should say is that they're um it, it was started uh you know shortly after uh 9-11 and it's it's designed to um aid um soldiers that uh, were injured since then so you know it's sort of in the in the current um so you know that is their focus it's not to say that there are other charities that focus on you know v- veterans from other eras but this is you know focus on sort of the young younger veterans and people that uh you know that that were not for their disability have you know hopefully very long lives ahead of them you know and uh and, and could use help you know being productive and supporting their families so that's the other thing i like about it is because you know it's contemporaries as well and uh i love that so yeah, definitely. So, uh, what, what, what are you guys uh, on the, on the hook for? Uh, I'll, um, I'll give Chris his first since he's not here to talk about it this week. Um, he, uh, of course, his is based in Chicago. Uh, he, um, his charity is Safe Humane Chicago and it's all one word dot org. 
Uh, and basically what they do, Chris could talk more in depth about it, but the gist is, uh, they create a, um, safe and humane community by, um, basically they, they, uh, they work on, uh, creating or, or curating, um, relationships between people and animals, um, whether, uh, whether they are, um, second chances is, is what I'd, I'd like to say. And I know when I was talking to Chris about it, he, um, it, it would, um, parolees would be able to help train, um, dogs and, and it gives, it gives everybody uh involved a purpose and and um and it it just it, it seems to uh Renee saw something about it I think on one of her um her dateliner twenty twenty shows and, and it is it it is a definitely um it's a worthwhile um cause I think. I and and mine is is um once we decided on, on doing this I thought about which which one I, I really wanted to um spend time with and and the one that um I kept going back to is uh uh Banfield Charitable Trust. Uh what um and it's again one word Banfield Charitable dot org. Um there are there are some things in, in this world that tend to upset me and, and one thing that really um, bothers me is uh, when pets have to be given up for um, for reasons that they have no no hand in you know, they, they didn't attack a neighbor whether it's because um, the family is losing their home because there are um, the, the dogs or, or, or cats have uh, have medical issues that uh, that that the family can't um keep up with there there are reasons why um animals are given up uh, especially if um it's an older uh human who who is going to a uh to a hospice or an old age home and, and have to give up the animal in that way banfield helps keep the um the the animals and their uh their owners together so um Banfield is also the pet hospital where our vet is located nearby and, and Banfield is usually in, um, located inside PetSmart. And, uh, because there are PetSmarts all over the country, the, uh, when, when the Nook was seeing our vet up here and we went down south and visited dad because there's a Banfield, there's a PetSmart close to dad's house, we were able to, um, just like, you know, you go to CVS or Walgreens or anything and, and your prescriptions are waiting for you wherever. It was pretty much the same thing there. So, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed the, the convenience aspect of that, but to know that, uh, that Banfield does even more and, and looks out for, um, for the pets and, and their owners. It, um, it means a lot to me. So that was, that, that was the reason why I chose them. Look at you. Love it. Good old David. Love it. I chose the uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Nice. Yeah. Those those commercials kill me. I can't even watch them. 
The, I know, dude. Yeah. I know, I know. You know, there's one thing that uh, a being shouldn't, especially in, in childhood, should never have to worry about, and that's like if their next day is going to be their last. Kids should be worrying about pop music and, and TV shows and, you know, who won on Idol, not worrying about, you know, if tomorrow's yeah, going to be the and uh, it's especially having gone through the same or comparable trials as they are as an adult, and it was tough for me. I can just imagine what these kids have to go through, and it just shouldn't be. It shouldn't happen. No, kids should not have to deal with that. So I, I picked uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Love it. I may be a dick and pretty hard-hearted, <laughs> but when it comes to kids, that that's... You know, maybe yeah, no, I, I can't. I, it just... It just gets me. So, yeah. Nice. There you go. So, see that? It's not all just all about comics. We, we do true. have other considerations We're all as totally well. totally heartless bastards. No. Right. Mostly, but not totally. <laughs> Dude, I was, I talked briefly before about, um, Frankenstein's army. Yes. It, off the hook. It's nuts. It, if you can get past the premise and uh, being that Stalin, uh, there's this group of Russian soldiers that receives a, uh, a, uh, um, you know, uh, an SOS from a, a, another group of Russian soldiers behind enemy lines. Yeah, they're in Germany. Mm-hmm. And it's like, rescue us. And so Stalin, uh, forms this group to, uh, go in and rescue them. And he outfits one of the soldiers with a motion picture camera. So it's a World War II found footage documentary. Oh, sweet. And, eh, that's kind of nope. stretching things, don't you think? Number one, I mean, it's like real to real stuff, right? Yes, it's 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 um, acetate film. I mean, it's it's film, okay. you know. But even if this soldier did have enough film, you know, number one, he had to drag it along on the battlefield. Number two, I don't think the power source of the camera would last nearly. I mean, it, you know, it's it's little niggly things, but once you Put that on the back burner and say, ah, I'm not going to pay attention to that. It's actually a pretty cool film. Dr. Frankenstein, uh, the, the grandson of Dr. Frankenstein, is making these undead automations for the, or automatons for the Germans. And the designs of these creatures are unbelievable. Just amazing. Uh, it, it's like a one-man band type thing. The director also wrote the screenplay, also designed the creatures, um, uh, you know, I even think like cinematography, like he, his name is all over the credits, but you know, don't let that stop you. The, the last 45 minutes of this movie, unbelievable. It takes a little bit to get going, but it's profoundly disturbing once you get into the, the doctor's lab. Nasty, nasty stuff. Yeah, I loved it. I watched like it. Nasty, like, cause when you say nasty, I'm thinking it's gotta be freaking nasty. Nasty, violent, disturbing, you know, um, a lot of gore, a lot of lot of murders, a lot of you know, splatter. Yeah, it, but the the atmosphere is really cool. I mean, you can have violence and and bloodshed, and it could be completely soulless, uh, and you know, not all that fun to watch. But this, mm. the atmosphere is really disturbing. I mean, it's just, mm. just the way they shot it. They they tried to mess up the film a little bit, but it it looks too clear for what would have been the quality of. Uh, what I'm assuming is 16 millimeter film back then. Right. Yeah, it, it does. It's just, it's, it's actually Blu-ray, so it's crystal clear. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, and they, they, they tried to, to mess with it a little. There's some red bleed in some scenes, but it still doesn't approximate what it actually... I think it would have been a far more successful film if they really did approximate what the film would have looked like, like blow out the colors and, and just... Uh, and the thing is, the audio would never have been as clear because that was one of the problems with... with um, film cameras back then the audio you hear the motor was so loud that you would hear that above everything else so you would hear this whirring of the motor and you don't hear any of that in this movie but like i said forget about all that just watch what they did on the screen it's nasty stuff it's great i loved it yeah so you know if you're if you're like me and you just can't get enough horror in your life this is it's a good movie to uh scratch you know that itch temporarily mm-hmm. yeah, i liked it a lot Full length movie? I mean, like. Yeah, it's 80 some minutes. Okay. Yeah, and the, uh, the director, let me get the disc, because I can never remember his name. Um, directed by Richard Raphorst. Mm-hmm. Creature design by Richard Raphorst. Right. Uh, story by Richard Raphorst. It's like, well, okay, dude, you, you're, you're good, right? You're good. <laughs> uh, but see, one of the things that I was like dumbfounded, on the the um, special features, it has him drawing on a tablet, and he's throwing down the creatures, and he's like, it was translated because he's Russian, I think. Uh, you know, I do not like to draw. It, it, there's no enjoyment in it for me because it comes too easily. And he's drawing these beautifully rendered creatures and just wicked imagination on this guy, and he he, he finds no joy in it. Like, what? Seriously? How could you draw that well? And it doesn't. You know, tickle a little bit. I find no amusement in it. But then, so you would rather keep that from the world uh, just because you don't get anything out of it. Well, who am I to talk, right? But this guy's amazing. I was going to say, Colin Kettle? Yeah, no, this guy's amazing. And the the creatures are just so, I mean, you throw a swastika on something that's half dead with guns all hanging around it. That's like, you know, BPRD, Hellboy. That's, it's, it's, you're printing money. Right there, right? No, he doesn't like to do it. Whatever, dude. You're good at it, so you should keep doing it. It's amazing, amazing stuff. Each each creature more more uh, visually stunning than the next one. Creepy as there's one guy on stilts with a gas mask, and it looks like this this evil Nazi spider. And it, it the way they filmed it, it just creeps around corners, and it's like there, it's like, ah, you know. There's some genuine. There's no you know cat jumping on the phone scares in this. They're all genuine, genuinely scary moments. I loved it a lot. Yeah, but horror's my thing. Respect. <laughs> it's kind of your thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of my thing. A little bit. So, yeah. What do you want to do? want to wrap this puppy up? You guys got anything else you want to talk about? No, I don't want to only because, uh, I mean, the holiday week was so, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just uh, feel accomplished to have read what I read. Yeah, me too. I mean, I read a lot of stuff, but it was all all about horror movies most of it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean a couple movie. things you know we should we should mention that uh, that we are it's, it's hard to believe but we are three weeks away from uh, episode 300 what are we going to do for that are we doing anything special or just treat it like a same old episode you know I, I was going to ask you guys and what's what's baffling for me is that uh, I'm lining up the weeks here I'm going to it's going to be another week where I'm in Minneapolis I mean so I'm going to do the show but it feels weird to not be doing like episode 300 in my own home, um, but yeah, we should talk about we can talk about that off air. What we want to do, sure. I mean, I don't know. Uh, 
Feels like we should do something, but I know we could do. We'll do a clip show. How about that? Oh, everyone, everyone loves a clip oh, show, yeah. don't they? Oh yeah. F that. My, I, I have trained my children that whenever they watch, the, the, whenever one of their favorite sitcoms comes on and they do a clip show, they go like, mm-hmm. "Oh man, a clip show! How lame!" You know, it would be kind of fun though to look back and if we take the time in the next few weeks to all go back and listen to like episodes fifty, a hundred, two hundred, <laughs> like a painful, and see what we talked about, what we're into. <laughs> oh, come on! I would have to. I, I would be the obvious target because my taste just, I'm off and on like a light switch. You know me. I think, I think we'd be surprised. I think we'd all would, I think there'd be a lot of stuff that we would all be like, wow, really? It would be interesting. How about this? Uh, for the listeners at home, if you have a, a favorite moment from our run, tell me the exact episode and the exact time that <laughs> it occurred. Stand. I'll be glad to do a part, partial clip show, but I ain't listening <laughs> to all that stuff anymore. Yeah, I know. Nah. Seriously. Oh, and then the other thing is, is we have our eleven o'clockers, which is our our best of awards. And uh, I'm so baffled. Like I, I, I've been noticing so many like print sites and web websites and even podcasts do like their best of now. And I'm like, dude, the year's not even over. Like, right. I, like I, everybody, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, it's so it's bizarre, like, right? It's it, like it's the same thing when um when Turner Classic Movies does their, uh, they want to remember everybody who died during the year. And it's like, but we, it's, you're doing it after Thanksgiving. And then like three days, they did it. Well, this year, Peter O'Toole died. Yep. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it also happened like a few days before the end of the year. Jerry Orbach died a right. few years ago. And it's like, but so I don't get why, why can't you just wait another right. few days? The, you don't know what could happen the next few days. Like, yeah. I know why Amazon does it because they want you to buy their, Nominations for the holidays, like yeah. for people, so, like. But I don't know why, like a non-retailer would 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 bother. But either way, we save ours for late January, sometimes even early February, depending, to give uh, ourselves time to stew on the year as well as our listeners a chance to to think about it. And uh, as we said for a couple weeks in a row now, here we are doing the awards um, through SurveyMonkey this year, uh, which is a change for us. We used to just have people. Post on a forum thread and then tally the the votes in you know a spreadsheet and then go from there. So Survey Monkey is certainly making that aspect of my life a lot easier. Now, I'm assuming that drops a cookie on your machine because there's no login or anything with that. Correct. There is a good actually that's a good point for people because there are probably some people that have been like, well, I don't feel like signing up for Survey Monkey. You just go to SurveyMonkey.com backslash s as in Survey Monkey backslash eleven o Kloskers with no punctuation. And it brings you to the survey. And as Vince said, I mean, as long as you're okay with accepting cookies, it'll allow you to go in back in and change your answers, update your answers. You don't have to fill out, um, I think there's close to 30 questions. You don't have to feel compelled to answer every one by any stretch. Just, just, you know, again, if you only read certain things, certain genres or certain, you know, uh, types of stuff, you can just, just vote for those. We, as I thought would happen, because SurveyMonkey is, is accessible and easy to use, we, we, we are, have, Having a ridiculous uh, deluge of submissions, um, so which is cool. I mean, we're going to have it's clearly going to be a, a record for us in terms of submissions. Nice, but uh, but but it also hopefully we'll we'll get because as much as our foreign community is awesome and uh, everything, you know, the fact is, you know, we have a uh, the vast preponderance of our listeners never set foot in the forums, right? And True. so hopefully, you guys that are out there and gals that are out there listening. That always want to weigh in. Um, this hopefully will give you a chance to do so without having to take the time to join our forums. Which is right. not to say we wouldn't love to have you on the forums, but we realize that a lot of you either don't have the time or, for other reasons, just don't 
you know, aren't into being on message board forums, which is cool too. So no muss, no fuss. And I gotta yeah. say, it casts uh, a brighter light on everything you used to do because you tallied all those results by hand. This is true. That's crazy. That's an amazing amount of work. Well, and the other thing is there's like heuristics within SurveyMonkey which are cool, like um, because you know again like like inevitably people will like someone might type in John Hickman. J O N. Some might type in John J O H N. Some might say Jonathan Hickman. Some might just say Hickman. But like SurveyMonkey, like for you know for an answer like writer, but SurveyMonkey lets you. They, it kind of intelligently groups, kind of like a like Google, like a search heuristic on a search engine would. It'll like attempt to group answers that it thinks mean the same thing, and you can go in and manually review all of this answers. You know all of the votes to you know if you feel like going in and tweaking it but it it gets you a lot of the way there without having to go through each one individually and make sure you know it it's it lines up so it's pretty neat very cool yeah uh speaking of the forum and and I think SurveyMonkey is is an awesome idea because you you need to be signed up to in the past you would have had to have been a forum member to to participate um but in the next few days I um I will probably be um be upgrading the form. Oh snap. So it might be down for um I don't expect it to be down for long. I'm I'm doing as much as I can on the back end before Yeah, you are That's right. <laughs> over, uh, Smack it. and uh um <laughs> I don't. I, I. I was hoping to. I was telling Vince earlier that uh, I. I started downloading software and doing some things uh, this evening before we started tonight. And I'm like, well, I'm not gonna mess with this now. I'll mess with it in the morning. But uh, I don't know if I'll be getting to it Friday because in less than a half hour it'll be our anniversary. So I don't know if Friday will have Ooh, much done. Snap. Anniversary. Um, yeah. So we. Uh, so yeah. So I will be. I'll be doing that very soon. Um, I'm, we're, we're probably going to stick with the same software. Uh, it'll just be a new version, which means the form will most likely look different. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to, um, bring banner art over. It, it just, it may, it, it may kind of look a little plain, but at least my, my main concern is that it is secure and that everybody can do what they need to do on it. And that maybe we'll get notifications back, but, yeah. um. As soon as we can, know. though, we'll, we'll make sure that you have some nice pretty art to look at, too. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I mean, we'll keep looking for themes and templates and shit like that. So, but it, if, if you're, if you're, um, planning on posting at like, you know, three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon and you, something screws up or you, you don't or the site's unavailable. It, it, it's probably because I'm, yeah. I'm doing something. So I'm, but I mean, I'll go on Twitter and Facebook and, and the group page and everything and let everybody know when I'm pressing buttons. But that's just uh, my, my, I just wanted to give everybody a heads up. I want a banner randomizer where I could, I could fill a directory with say 50 different banners. Yep. And it could like just, we used to have. Like we used to have. Yes. That would be very cool. And, I, and so I wouldn't have to be very particular. I could put some Euro, right. Euro stuff in there, some underground stuff, and just mm-hmm. depending on what you get, that's what you get. You know? Right. And to David's point, uh, we, we we almost never talk about this, uh, which is, is is our bad. Uh, we are on the Twitters, all four of us. We are. Uh, Chris less so than the other ones, but he's, he's on there periodically. Um, and so if you want to hit us on the Twitters and you don't already, uh, it's uh, for Chris's. Uh, C. Neesman, so the letter C, and then his last name, N-E-S-E-M-A-N, all one word. Uh, for David, it's David A. Price. 
for Vince, it's Vince Bon, so Vince B-O-N. And for uh, myself, it's uh, J-B Wood, which is J-A-Y, the letter B-W-O-D. So Yeah, it is. Hook it up. I love the Twitter. I don't do social networking except for the Twitter. I just, yep. I love it. You do the twits. Yep. I like it a lot. And investors love the Twitter stock. Speaking <laughs> of uh, Twitter stock, Dasan unfollowed me. What the hell? He did. I know why. What did I? What did I do? Wait, who did? I don't know, man. He un- Dasan unfollowed me. I was hurt. Bummer. Yeah, I think I unfollowed him back. Wow. Yeah, I think I did. I don't know. I usually look at. Well, maybe every other week I look at who unfollowed me, and if if I'm still following them, say eat, see ya. Mm. Oh, yeah, hey, you don't care enough to follow? I get rid of you. Damn, son. That's right. Well, but yeah, I don't know why. I don't blame him in a way, because I wouldn't follow me either. I don't know, brother. Uh, hey, everybody. Oh, wait a minute. It's that time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, the absolute hands-down best comic book fulfillment service. You ain't going to find them anywhere cheaper. It's not going to happen. 35 to 75% off. Your favorite funny books and collectibles delivered right to your door. You can set the frequency. Get them week frequency. Get them weekly, monthly. doesn't matter to them. They do not mind late orders or order editions. And what's that code, David? EOC8. EOC. He's a South Pole elf. EOC8 gets you an extra 8% off your already massively discounted order. In your travels. Let me grab it. No, you were naked. In your travels, do yourself a huge, ginormous favor, and if you're not already, start reading Eerie from Dark Horse. Oh, David, get this. Issue number four. I just got it today in my in my box. There is a frontispiece. Actually, it's a one-page strip by Howard Chaikin in which Frankenstein creates woman. Put the two together, women and Howard Chaikin, and you know what you're going to get, basically. There is a story in here by uh, Al Ewing, illustrated by Kelly Jones. Now, ha- Ke- Kelly's been doing stuff for mm-hmm. them, but this is Batman era Kelly Jones. All right. It's meticulous. It's, mm-hmm. you know, at first br- blush, it looks a little like Wrightson. Well, not, not a little, a lot like Wrightson. It's fantastic. And then it go. there's a, a bunch of. Kickstarter parodies called Ickstarter. <laughs> uh, Dan Jolly writes a story illustrated by Norm Brayfogo. Ooh, nice. Whoa. Yes, indeed. Hey there, oh there. Plus, you get a, a moldy oldie, which is uh, the eerie way to say classic, by Billy Graham. A fantastic story by Billy Superstar? Graham. Superstar? No, it's amazing. <laughs> you got to get this. Um, let's see, is it still two ninety? No, it's three ninety nine, but it's worth every penny. Eerie by Dark Horse, and what they're calling it is the best. In illustrated science horror, I say that's pretty appropriate for what well, e- for what Eerie uh, eventually turned into. Risky back. You need to read this. I love it. Oh, Brayfogel. So is it? Where is Brayfogel? There you go. He's in Eerie. Go get him. And Archie. Nice. Yep. <laughs> um. Well, one thing I wanted to talk about. I don't know. I read my first um, issue. 
of Thunderbolts. Oh, Actually, yes. I read the Thunderbolts Annual, 2013. Mm. Uh, written by the same writers who wrote the recent Deadpool Annual. Uh, ben Acker, Ben Blacker. Although yeah. this time it's not drawn by um, Evan Shaner. Uh, Matteo Lali is the artist. and um, So I good, right? It, it is. Otherwise known as lovingly as Doc Shaner. Right, yes, yes, yes. That is his nickname. The, um, um, yeah, I have no idea where the Red Leader came from, but aside mm. from that, I know all the other players, and, um, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty damn entertaining. It was, um, it, it basically the Thunderbolts had to take on Doctor Strange, and, <laughs> uh, it was, it, it was pretty funny. Um, I would definitely recommend checking that out. I said I, I have no experience with with this particular um, band of Thunderbolts, but um, the leaders are pisser. It, the leader seems to be pisser, <laughs> and, and I thought that um, I, I thought the uh, the interplay between um, uh, Deadpool and and Punisher was amusing, and and Flash Thompson gets to uh, gets to go to bed with Valkyrie. So, yes, um, there you go. Yeah, the um, we mentioned Superior Spider-Man. So I'm going to say, you know what? I am catching up on uh, Wolverine and the X-Men post Battle of the Atom. And um, and there was there was one page in particular where I had an absolute blast reading it. It's, it's a page where um, Maria Hill is basically ripping into Logan. Um because Logan and the other headmasters are pretty pissed that Shield has Sentinels and and um, Maria and Dazzler show up in in uh, Westchester to say that uh, you know yes they have them they they didn't um, put them in action they're they're trying to find out why the the Sentinels went live but they're not going to apologize right. for having Sentinels because basically aside from um, threatening the planet more times than you people save it you also fight each other more than anybody is so we just need it to protect the the people on this planet so um and it was it was a pretty it was it was a it was a wordy page but it, things went by kind of quick because it was basically just maria saying listen this is this is why shield does what we do and and it's because you guys kind of scare us and and um the backstory is that uh, there were two new students um attending uh the Jean Grey school for the first time. So it was it, it it was also pretty cool um because Battle of the Atom did wrap up and if you you know no one's going to jump in these days anyway, no one's going to jump in on a book um while it's going on in a crossover. So this was a um if you want to call it a jumping on point for a book that, that's going to be ending soon. Um Brew is giving the twins a uh, a tour of the school, and so it's basically it it is very much like a Marvel handbook issue where you know he's telling you that you want to take a crap in a defensive stance because the danger room is always going to be ready to um, give you your exam, and and uh, they're just little things like that, and and you see some of the students like um, like Eye Boy and Kid Gladiator, and and um, and there's more on. Uh, they talk about Kid Omega behind his back, things like that. But it was, it's a very, there was two issues that I read and, and I, um, I, I know I am late 
to the Wolverine and the X Men party, but it is it is a book that that I am thoroughly enjoying. I think I think Aaron has a um, has a fantastic handle on on everybody in the um, in the book, whether you know they're older characters like Storm or Iceman or even Beast or uh, some of the newer mutants that that are attending the school. I at no point do I read the book and and just shake my head because that that isn't that that's not how a um a character sounds to me a, a character that I've been reading for decades the only um complaint i would have is that the uh, the artist seemed to have he he um he, he drew Wolverine's claws longer than Wolverine's forearm actually is. So I'm like, well, that's unique, but okay. But no, I mean, the art was fantastic in the whole book. Yeah. So. You know, that was what I was talking about a couple of weeks ago, I think, when I, when I was talking about the end of the one issue of particular of Wolverine, the X-Men, and I said something shows up that I really hate to see in an X-Book. Um, whenever the Sentinels pop up, uh, it makes me groan. I just I dislike Sentinels in really? yeah if there's one thing that has proven to be ineffectual with mutants after it's all this time it's got to be Sentinels right what <laughs> what is about that what is the success rate of a Sentinel zero yeah it's true they're, they're, I mean they even give Doctor Doom a run for his money in terms of ineffectual hey. <laughs> But maybe they're trying to bring the Sentinels back to prominence or give them some sort of prominence now that the movie is going to be coming out and, and eventually. But it's. I did like, um, what was that? Sentinel Force One or whatever, where they tried to mix up the designs on the Sentinels, where they had the one that looked like a turtle with the big carapace on it. That was really wasn't cool. Wasn't there the, um, the Sean McKeever book about the kid who found the Sentinel in the trash heap? Yes, yes. That was around the time Scotty was doing Human Torch, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it was one of the, it was, it was like the offshoot kind of, um. Marvel then, friendly. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, but, uh, but there were a couple of pages in that, in that latest issue where, um, Wolverine and Cyclops were taking on Sentinels, and I was like, well, that, that looked pretty cool on my wall that I'm running out of room on. I know, I got so many ideas. Speaking of Scotty Young. Yeah. I was looking through the new previews, and this bastard is the official artist of uh free comic book day or something like the variant cover artist yeah. of, what the heck it, <laughs> it, if, if there's a, a pot of gold somewhere sky's gonna have his pinky in it he he's just he's, he's everywhere it's amazing and that cover that he did is really nice for the, uh, for, no the for the no free doubt. comic book day and number two also looking through the previews and speaking of ineffectual it's perfect you know how dark horse does those vintage statues like yes. the, in, yeah. in in faux old time, like the the uh, the peanut the Popeye ones looked all rough hewn and stuff to match mm-hmm. the their the, their newest offering is a storm statue. <laughs> she it, it is the most. <laughs> she's standing there and she's got her hands out like come on and her hands her eyes are like half closed like she's even bored by herself oh, and I'm looking at it like that is the most perfect storm stop statue it. ever I even bore myself goddess oh my god <laughs> He's a goddess. Go look at it. It's oh, it's, just, it's a traditional storm with the black tiara and the you know the the thigh high le- leather boots and stuff. And she's just like falling asleep. Her, her, she doesn't even like herself. So they. <laughs> hey. I'm storm. Anyway. 
So, uh, <laughs> speaking of Scotty, I, I wanted to uh, give a shout out to uh, both our missing co-hosts, Chris, and Scotty's lovely wife, Casey, who were uh, immeasurably helpful in my quest to figure out what type of, uh, you know, stepped up high-end camera to get my wife, who uh, wants to, you know, have a nice camera and take better pictures, and, and the two of them gave me just a ridiculously detailed sort of uh, almost teach-in on the uh, the different aspects of uh, modern day camera technology and sort of where to focus. So yep. much love to them both for that. Um, and my wife was thrilled with the, uh, with the uh, one that, uh, that I ended up picking up for her. Um, and then in my travels, a little bit of a different one and that it's something that has yet to come out, but um, I, I think people should be on the lookout for it. Um, last year in a Kickstarter, uh, a gentleman that we are all big fans of and have supported uh, Ryan Estrada. Ah, yes. Um, had a campaign for the whole story 2014 broken telephone um and that that campaign has since you know successfully been funded and closed and uh, i was thrilled to get uh this month my uh my login to sign up but but that being said if you miss the boat on the kickstarter it's it's by no means too late and uh as we've talked about in the past for people that don't know ryan actually lives in korea and uh he is uh, a wonderfully prolific and uh diverse storyteller um, and he has friends that are equally so. And so, uh, Ryan makes a habit of just deluging you with awesome comics, um, if you're a supporter of his. And so, if you go to, uh, gumroad.com, uh, and search for Broken Telephone, you can subscribe to his 2014 output there. And it's, I think, like 18 bucks for the year. And he'll give you stuff, I think, every other month. And it's not, again, this isn't like an issue. It's like hundreds of pages of stuff that he and his friends produce. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a ridiculously good bargain, and I'm sure we'll talk about it over the year as we read the stuff. Yep. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to shout it out because that was top of mind because he sent the codes out this week the, to the Kickstarter people. And, I, and how I just, about this? Yeah. Uh, he sent out free comics to everyone that backed the project, I believe, even before it reached the threshold. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, here you go. Here's a brand new comic to everybody who, you know, has confidence that this is going to be funded. And I don't even think it was funded yet. So he just, boom. It's amazingly generous. I love his stuff. And I wouldn't have, I wouldn't even know about the guy if it wasn't for David. Hmm. It, it, it was Dap that pushed me in that direction. Aww. Aww. And Storm. Storm helped out too. <laughs> dude, don't mess with my girl, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love getting hate mail about Storm. That's the best. How you know, could you keep this up? I'm going to buy that Vampirella book that they still sit and wipe my ass with it. <laughs> you, uh, don't even. Now there's an effectual female character. Yeah, there's nothing like better than a chick that's drawn like a like a porn star, but we never get to see her titties. No, that's the thing. You don't. That's what's perfect about her because you always want. Like, yeah, you always want to, and she never. Oh, does. I have good news for you, Vince. Hmm. I just I just spoke to my friend Dasan. He is not unfollowing you. He's got two Twitter accounts now, one for the market professional side and a personal Twitter, and he said he is following you on his Twitter personally, and his talk trading Twitter is the one that he is not following you on. Oh, should I, should so sure you should feel loved again. I wonder if I'm still followed. <laughs> Fucker. <gasps> no, nah, he's he's very intelligent, that man. That's no, why I was you. like... Oh me, yeah, I am. Yeah, he, he's a uh, he's a man of uh, he's like uh, yeah, he, he gets it done. He's a, he's a man of of the of leisure and uh, also a phenomenal investor. That's what I hear. 
for whatever kind of baller you all think I am and and have, he 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 puts me to shame. What? Oh, oh yeah. Huh? He's like he's like next level ish. Storm's an investor too. <laughs> she she's cornered the market on boring. <laughs> he is. Um, uh, Let it go. The man is also phenomenal <laughs> on um, on Instagram. I love checking out his photos. I signed up for that I recently. Follow him on Instagram. The fuck out of here. I did. He's uh, he's got sixpence on uh, on Instagram. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. It's pretty cool. Dude, we got this crazy thing for the kids for Christmas called the called Jin the Magic Cat. Magic hat or no cat? magic cat? Ah, it's this little blue, almost alien-looking cat, Cheshire cat-looking thing. But it's a uh, it's a little microprocessor. You press its nose, and then at first it's, it asks you to think of an animal, and then it fucking guesses what animal you're thinking. Get of. I, that? See that freaks me out. It's awesome. They dude. call it science, but it's not. It's magic. It's awesome because because it, and it's so cool. Like like it'll be like you know it's like twenty questions, but like yeah, is it bigger than a bread box? You know, or, or a microwave, it says, you know, and, and you're like, yes, and it's like, I thought so. Say that with an English accent this time. Is it bigger than a microwave? Ah, it's beautiful. I Dude, thought so. But it's got this crazy, like, and then it's like, and then it, and then even like while it's guessing, it'll all of a sudden be like, I've got it. You're thinking of? And it'll say like something crazy like, the big bad wolf. And then you'll be like, what? No. And then it'll be like, ha ha ha, I'm only kidding with you. And like, then it'll go, like, it's crazy, dude. And it's so good. And you wow. can say yes. Like, I'll ask you questions and you can say yes, no, I don't know, or it depends. And it's freaking awesome. It's not a whole lot of leeway. And it still hones in on the, the right choice every time. Well, it doesn't do it every time. Like, there's been a couple times where, um, Maybe I don't know how many questions, whether it's twenty or thirty, where it hasn't gotten it right, and then it'll be like, "You've beaten me." But I would say like twenty-five out of the thirty times we've done it, it's gotten an animal, and it's ranged from like praying mantis to hammerhead shark to narwhal. It guessed a narwhal the other night, dude. <laughs> Not now, Mister Narwhal. <laughs> I'm saying so. Oh, it's pretty cool, and it's but and and I can't see why um why it wouldn't be like uh like because you know they're this one obviously specializes in animals, but it, this was such a hoot. I can't see why they wanted to be banging these out for all types of different subjects. That's cool. It's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So in your travels, buy the magic gin. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would love to have that. By the way, the son just told me he still listens to EOC every week. Look at that. Feels like he knows all of us personally. He's a star this week. Aww. There you go. Yeah, all he'll right. be giddy. My misfortune has turned into gold. He and I share a love of uh, the same places in Hawaii. Yeah. Well, my bad. No, I've never been. It's awesome. Dude. I, I would love I would love to go because there, well, at least there was, because it's so close to Japan, there was a huge market for Japanese vinyl in uh, Hawaii going back towards, you know, to the 70s. Mm-hmm. And some of that stuff, there's still traces of it there, and I would love to go down and just root around for stuff like vintage bullmark figures and oh yeah, yeah i'm getting oh and uh we were remiss not to shout out um our buddy declan shalvey who was named the uh, new creative director for dice which is the um the comic con in uh in in dublin nice yeah so he'll be and here. jordy got him some slim and next generation pajamas this is true it looks like a it looks like a very relaxed commander will Riker. oh Deb, you'll be proud of me i i received uh i gave myself i guess as a gift the um Entire uh, Star Trek movie collection. Oh, the the blue, the the um 
the one with uh, Motion Picture, Wrath of Cons, or Spock. But it has them all, you know, all the way through all the bad ones. Yeah, take five. Right, hours. yeah. So, so just so not the original, the original seven. No, not the um, not the Next Generation crew movies. Cool. I think it's just the original seven. Hold on a second. Okay. Wait, hold on a second. Because it, it it sounds like it's the one that Rowan sent me last year. It ends with um, the uh, ten original movies. Oh, so then it, it includes Generations. It includes uh, Insurrection, Lost, right? Twelve discs, ten movies. I haven't opened it yet. I'll only open it and I'll tell you. Ten. It's a Blu-ray. Amazon had like a lightning deal on it like a couple days ago. Okay. So yeah, so it's got it's got the first six generations. Here you go. First contact. Yeah, it's got generations, first contact, insurrection, and nemesis. And a nemesis, yep. Okay. Wow. What was that? What did that cost you? Oh, I was cheap, like thirty five bucks. Yeah. Wow. Figure like three and a half bucks per Blu ray, can't go wrong. True. They well, never seven, seven bucks for the good ones, and then uh, you get the shit for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, even if you figure ten bucks for the good ones each, then you, you're it's five bucks for all the rest. Right. I've been waiting for them to to heavily discount American Horror Story on Blu-ray. They never do. Never. Dude, they don't discount those TV shows. You know why? I found out one of the reasons they don't because they got a they, the um, the streaming services. That's part of their deal. Because they, they, they don't oh, want you to be able to go really? and buy well, then it. How the hell did I get Breaking Bad 5 for like 10 bucks? Well, that's different because, I mean, it, they'll be discounted. Like, you got to wait a little, probably next year. You know what I mean? Like, you got to wait a good year to year uh-huh. and a half after it gets streamed. Okay. Because I was actually, um, I, I'm actually, uh, like, the one thing I'm learning is now that I'm doing a lot more of that, like, both Netflix and Amazon Prime, like, it's kind of wonky because uh, even though it's awesome, I mean, if you start shotgunning a show, usually once you now get up to the season that's either happening or just finished, it's not available for streaming for quite some time unless you're going to pay for it. So you got to be a little patient there. Yeah. That said, they're giving away Fringe. You can pick up seasons of Fringe oh, for really? nothing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still, I think on like the fourth episode, I just can't <laughs> get drawn in. It's tough. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Ugh. Pretty Little Liars is my thing now. No, please, no. No, no, no. You're not watching that, are you? <laughs> I just finished the third season. Oh, no, I can't stand it. My daughter's watching. Oh, my I... God. It, it's so good, dude. And uh, and, and I, that's, I was so bummed to find out that the fourth season won't be on Netflix until, like, uh, oh, this summer. It's not so actually, good. I bought the whole, I bought the whole series, uh, the whole fourth season on, uh, <sighs> on iTunes. <laughs> oh, my heart. My heart. My heart. I can't take it. Dude, first of all, they're all so hot. Oh, they Second, are. The, my favorite's the blonde. It's so freaking ridiculous. I love it. It is ridiculous. They, they just keep writing themselves out of corners. I love it, dude. It's like a giant MacGuffin with hot chicks. It is. It's awesome. Oh, well. It's like they use Ex Machina every week. I love yes, it. Yes. It's it's really, really bad TV. No, it's poorly written for sure, but it just there's something captivating about it. Well, it, obviously, I mean, my girls, they just they love it. Oh, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. Ridiculously hot chicks, though. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy Hale, dude, forget oh, it. She is. She's very pretty. But oh, is that... I like the blonde better. Amber Benson? Yeah. Well, if you like Amber Benson... Oh, she's from Buffy. That's all right. No, 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 no. That's... No. That That's, uh, that's a different Benson. Oh, okay. This he, is a young, super hot blonde Benson. Yes. Not to be confused with the crunchy lesbian Benson. <laughs> <laughs> that's... 
Um, at the, sorry, Amber Benson is the one you're thinking of. Ashley Benson is this chick's name. Oh, okay, thank you. Ashley Benson. I don't know if there's any relation. I doubt it, given their divergent looks. But um, <laughs> You know what I did like about Buffy? Everything. Elijah Dushko. <laughs> oh, no question. Yes. But listen, Vince, if you like Ashley Benson... Did I say the name wrong? No. You're laughing at me. Did I? I must have said I'm something for wrong. Waiting for Jason to finish what he's trying to tell you. Oh, okay. Like, go ahead. Ashley, if you like Ashley Benson and yes. find her attractive, then you need to download, rent, whatever, Spring Breakers. Yeah, I heard that was really good. It was awesome. Yeah, and she's in it, and she is dirty in it. Did you show anything? Yes, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. <laughs> And she's by curious in it, which is great. Ooh, Sappho. And James Franco is my new hero, dude. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> dude, I, I know he's had roles where he's been like leaden, but oh. between that movie and um, how about Rise I, of the Planet of the Apes? He's great in that. What's that? Rise <laughs> yeah. of the Planet of the Apes. Between between the Rock, David and uh, <laughs> and uh, the end of the world movie that I talked about a few weeks ago you know the the one where he's in LA with his buddies yeah they're hilarious both of them are great in their own rights and, and you know uh, so I gotta give him props I gotta get to Spring Breaker shit oh, it's I, awesome. I think it's on sale at Best Buy for like cheaps dude you it's, it's plus it's got that big headed chick from Wizards of Waverly Place the Sorry one that was go- yeah yeah, yeah it's the worst part of the movie I saw right <laughs> she, she has a huge head She's like a lollipop, honest to God. The better for Bieber to. I know, well, not anymore. Dude, you know what's awesome? My son got a a, a beaver, like a stuffed beaver for. (laughs) 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 Why is a stuffed beaver all wet? Like an animal, like an animal beaver, but he named it Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is great. Witty like his dad. Love it. That's great. And he actually hates Justin Bieber. So I was like, dude, are you going to mutilate this animal? Are you going to like my, my 16-year-old's convinced she's going to be Mrs. Justin Bieber. And, and he's, she, when, when he dumped Selena, she said, well, he just knew that he was coming to, you know, for me. <laughs> I was like, whatever. Make sure the check clears. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously. It'll be all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you for <laughs> stuffed Bieber. Thank you for being here with us. Uh, as usual, we hope to hear you or be with you next week. Same time, same channel. And as always, what? We love you so much. Or oh, I, yeah. think, I think we're on schedule for next week, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Wednesday, I think so. Sure. Why not? Yeah. When's New Year's Eve? Tuesday. Ah, so we're good. Yeah. There you uh, go. Well, I will say yes until I double check with the wife tomorrow morning because... We'll be in Philadelphia New Year's Day, and I don't know what time we'll be back here by. Mm. So it's from Vince's house and just record from there. That's right. Yeah, it's possible. I'll it's set possible you up. We'll be back by then, but I got to make sure. If not, we'll just move it to the next day. It's not a problem, right? Uh, either way, yeah. Yeah. But I'll, make, I'll, I'll double check before I say faux show. We love you. Thank you for being here. <sighs> oh, and then he's got a shit on his whole commentary. Look at that. What? You are too smart to do that, dude. <laughs> I don't understand why that bothers you so It much. does. It just, it, my ass clenches up when you do that. Because That's so you, crazy to me. Of all the things, dude, you were bragging about a comic that had a cod piece made out of a skull last week and then me burping while because I, I Because I care about you. I care how you're perceived by people. I don't give a shit about many people. You're you're one of them. Dude, I, I got to tell you, I don't think me burping is going to affect people's perception. That's all right. I just don't want them to because I'd have to knife fight them. I appreciate that. I, just don't, I think you're over-worrying about things. Okay. Burp again then.
whatever. Fart. Gotta I don't care. Go. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So, Styro- later. Styrofoam. To the room. Bye. Bye, Chris. Good night, Chris. We'll see you next week. Good night, Christopher. Hope your uh, spiel was bonded. Sticky. Sticky icky.